The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. Welcome back, everybody, to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. Hey, guys. And Kyle, the coach, Duggan. Hi, guys. Very indifferent, Kevin. Yeah. You're, it's not indifferent. indifferent. It's just kind of... Just, just a little sad. Just, just a pinch. <laughs> I'll be okay, though. Talk to you guys a little bit. I'll feel better. Of course. That's what, we, that's what we're here for, folks. It's your we're only job. It it's your only reason... <laughs> to, to make, make you feel, feel better. better. We're on yes. this. As we know, the world does Dancing revolve around Dancing for you, Kevin. Kevin. Thank is you guys. this helping? Is this making you feel better? <laughs> it actually is a little bit. Keep yeah. dancing. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, obviously not the way we wanted the game to go, uh, but we're here to talk about it. We're here to get through it together. Um, lots to talk about, obviously. We've got the big game to talk about. Uh, all the stuff going on around Twitter. Um talk about some of the quotes that we've got from post-game uh, coach. Uh, we've got, as always, a Bolt Insight, a fan-focused, and another brisket abroad. And ask Bolt fam, I think we're going to shoot for three hours for this one, yeah, folks. We gotta, Strap in. Yep. We keep one. adding segments left and right. I think it's going to be a feature-length movie by the end of it. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about it. Let's go through this one step at a time, folks. Sunday night, game against the 49ers. Obviously, the deck was stacked against us, seeing the 49ers coming off of a bye week, getting a lot of players back from their Seriously, injury report. Yeah. Just about everybody under the sun said the 49ers were going to win, uh, and they did, but they didn't they quite right. win as handedly as uh, some people were predicting. Uh, Chargers, to were have, for, yeah, Chargers were in it, at least in the first half. I mean, that first drive, 
looked like we were about to smoke these fools. It looked like it was going to be just an utter blowout. Um, and it just kind of petered off after that. And I mean, there's a lot of things that contribute to what ended up happening, but yeah, that second half, uh, it was a scoreless second half and which was shocking to say the least, uh, that it ended up going that way. Um, chargers only lost 16 to 22. So, um, we were in it and we were winning this. Somebody, I saw a style. We were winning for 55 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like we had that game. Our defense played so well in this game. It was like, just for what we were expecting, what we've seen in the past, the problem is we're still a half team. Like it, it's either we start slow and we pick it up and finish the game or we start like we did here and then don't finish. And that's what's right. so, it's so frustrating. It's just, but the defense felt like they, they look what this, look at this box score, three, consistent seven, game, three, yeah. nine. And this yeah. is with guys can more guys going down. So more guys going down and our, our offense, not ha- we had 15 offensive plays in the second half or something crazy like that. Yeah. Wow. It's like you're on the field the entire time. Yeah. You're going to give up 12, 12 points is all we gave up in the That's second it. half. Yeah. You like, know, we were I, on the field the entire game. I feel so much like, and we were talking about during the game, Adam, where it was like seeing Coach Staley go up against, like uh, when he was decoordinating for the Rams, he's going up against these these Niners. So mm-hmm. maybe his, he has a little bit more familiarity with some of these teams and some of how they play. But seeing what Coach, the adjustments he made this week with new guys having to come in, I still feel really good about what this defense can be. Like if they just can get it all together. Yeah, absolutely. There, there were uh, bright moments in this game. I mean, we still saw Khalil Mack getting himself a sack. We saw, uh, we saw a, blunk, a blocked punt. Yeah, Nick uh, from Neiman Nick Neiman. That punt. was pretty wild. The inner, it literally felt like whenever they were making catches, the Chargers were going helmet on ball. They were hitting these wide receivers so hard, spinning oh, yeah. around like everything about when somebody had a ball and there was a reception, it was a violent finish, yeah. which was really refreshing to see. It wasn't like a soft tackle. It was like, we're getting this ball out and they yeah. did it. That was one of the first, one of the first series or first I, couple series. We kept Garoppolo to no touchdowns. He didn't yeah, throw no a single touchdown. Yeah. So, um, it, it's just, it's frustrating to see, like Kevin said, for us to be winning for the first 55 minutes and then lose it in the last few minutes of the game. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. We knew that this was going to be a tough game, and obviously it was. Uh, and there's no point in sulking about it. We need to move on to the next game, which was the game that is flexed to next Sunday night. So it's going to be yet another primetime game at SoFi Stadium. Uh, both the Duggan brothers will be in attendance. And so I think that's that's the extra juice that will push this team over <laughs> and, and Kevin? Uh, put them in the win column. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Are you kidding me? Let's bring our juice. Bring the, bring, bring, all, bring the juice. Bring, bring all the my juice. Bring all my juice with me. Wheeze the juice. <laughs> I'm putting it in my carry-on, my check bag. I'm bringing all my juice. <laughs> uh, just keep, make sure it's in a three-ounce bottle or less. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of three-ounce bottles of juice. A lot of three-ounce bottles. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's look at what uh, some of the uh, people are saying around Twitter, starting with Lorenzo Neal. Uh, who tweeted out, what an effort by the Chargers playing without one of the best pass rushers in the league, without Keenan, one of the top receivers, and Mike Williams, and still able to compete with what some call a Super Bowl-loaded roster coming off a bye. Yeah, I mean... That's what it was. That's all you can say. Like, everyone had this team beating us by at least two touchdowns. Like, it was a a unanimous 49ers. Yeah, the the spread was, what, seven Seven. points? Yeah. So everyone that bet on the Chargers on the spread, you won some money. 
I just think that like the the people that are upset about the loss, which uh, rightfully so, I'm upset that we lost. Yeah. Um, but they're like happy ca- we lost. <laughs> calling us getting upset because we had a lead and then we blew it and we couldn't finish. I feel like those are the same people that were upset. Like they were going into the game expecting to lose by a lot, you know, like, and then they got excited because we were up and then it's like, Oh, now I'm pissed off again. Type I'm of, back type to of my attitude, sad ways. And that is well, kind of the charger way. It, it's give you a little bit, keep you interested just, and then rip it taste. away. Yeah. yeah. Then pull you back in. Um, all right. We're looking over at Daniel Popper who tweeted out Brandon Staley on chargers defense last night. Uh, schematically, that was as good of a plan that I've ever had, to be honest with you, since I've been calling defenses. What I is mean, what, I, I've never heard a coach really say this before. What did you take? I don't know if you've heard this yet, Kyle. But what do you take from that? Well, I mean, he just, they, I think it's a matter of executing the game plan and knowing what they're going to do. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can, you can put together an entire game plan dependent on this is what I think they're going to show up with. Um, but if they show up with something totally different, a different game plan, then your scheme isn't going to line up. So it sounds like he just like, kind of like we had talked, like you had talked about, he knows the Niners a little bit. So he had, he could anticipate the type of offense knowing, Hey, I know them looking at the chargers. This is what Staley likes to run. Here's how we're going to attack them. Staley knew that and was able to counter it. And then on top of that, it's getting the turnovers, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, we ha- we gave up some yards. They they were moving the ball a little bit, but we were able to force turnovers at big big times and have big sacks at, at and blocked punts. It's like all of that stuff working together is 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 when that just sucks because special teams and defense played so good. Our offense yeah. just was god awful there in the second half. It was yeah. weird too seeing you know they would drive on us. They'd get inside the ten, but we'd stop them. We'd yeah. stop him inside. We'd stop him on the goal line. We'd stop Keep him, him three yards goal. out. Yeah. Like we did yeah. that all night long. It was the ultimate bend, don't break, you know, approach, which, you know, you don't, and we didn't let up any huge plays on us. Like I think no the, big plays. That was the big thing of the yeah. night. We didn't have any big plays that we gave up, which great. Finally. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Didn't, didn't let up any of those big ones. Um, Daniel Popper also tweeted out wide receiver Mike Williams and wide receiver Keenan Allen will be back in practice this week, Brandon Staley said. Please. Thank you. God, especially Mike Williams. He plays so good against the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, he just played. I want Mike Will back so bad. If we can get Keenan back, that'd be like the cherry on top of everything, you know? It really would be. Um, I just don't, no more. I'm tired of the f-ing setback. So do what you got to do. If you can't be back, I just don't want to hear about it anymore. Just come back and play, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, just when we thought we wouldn't see Jerry Tillery anymore, Adam Schefter <laughs> tweeted out <laughs> eight teams, Las Vegas, Detroit, Carolina, Indianapolis, San Francisco, New York, Jets, New York Giants, and Kansas City put in waiver claims for former Chargers first round pick Jerry Tillery, who was assigned to the Raiders. So Jerry Tillery to the Raiders. We'll get to see him one well, more time. <laughs> we know we know where to run now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's on the field so, run at that guy. Run right. right at him. Perfect. That's I'm sure that will be the game plan. Um especially after the Raiders like did you guys see that the the tears, the car tears? Oh yes. Oh, oh my yes. God. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) They're already talking about like, you know, they're prepared that the season's over, it sounds like, and they're going to be going for it. You know what I put my body through to play? (laughs) God. (laughs) I did for you guys. 
not the gajillion dollars you pay me. Yeah. It's like, shut up, you baby. You, you go out there, you play the game of football, and you get right. paid millions of dollars. No one feels bad for you. Not Nobody. No. I don't care that you lost. I hope you lose every game the rest of your career, you big fat baby. God. <laughs> that's pathetic. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, no, the difference between... I, I mean, I was thinking about it, you know, because obviously... You know, when Philip Rivers was retiring, he gave a pretty emotional speech as well. But this was not Carr retiring with a career of Philip Rivers. This no. was midseason, like, I'm tired of losing tears. Like, <laughs> this isn't yeah. fun anymore. I'm yeah. not getting my way. I yeah. want to quit. I don't want to play football yeah, anymore. Yeah, it hurts too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So ah, we'll know well, where to run the ball. Jerry Tillery. And whenever I'm feeling bad. Pocket. Just look at what's going on with the Raiders, and you feel better. It's just what exactly. it is. I feel a lot better. Yeah, knowing the yeah. Raiders are two and seven makes <laughs> makes everything taste a little bit sweeter. Um, looking over at the injury report, uh, Fernando Ramirez Why? tweeted out. Hang on, <laughs> Fernando Ramirez tweeted out. Chargers coach Brandon Staley says defensive tackle Christian Covington has a torn pec, most likely done for the season, and and defensive tackle Tito Abonia out for the season with a patella tendon rupture. Like, what in God's name is going on? This is the worst luck I've ever seen as a Charger fan. We've had seasons where we've gotten injured, but we're walking out of these games. Every game, there's two important two. players for the season. that go down. For the it's, season, yeah. And it's not for, like, a week. It's, no. like, yeah. IR or the season. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's uh, crazy. And the fact wait, we didn't still- even We didn't talk about Justin Herbert having, getting, basically, he was under evaluation for concussion and screwed us over in the end of the first half. Yeah, that was a very was inopportune so time for that to happen. That was not even an injury. That was isn't that isn't being that declared th- an injury also coming back to get us. Wasn't that the thing though that they because of that situation and they had to go to the booth, he had to sit out a series. That was that's like the rule, yeah, he right? Yeah, sit out the rest of that the rest of that half, the rest of that series. I don't know what the rule is, but he went into the tent, they evaluated him and he was totally fine, but he didn't even have a helmet cuz he could not go back in and then we go Incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. Kick a field goal. Yeah, just, just Chase. So I don't know, dude. I, that's... I, Chase didn't seem very prepared for <laughs> dude, that situation. I'm not. You, you're going to be confident behind that offensive line. Well, Justin, <laughs> it's amazing what Justin's able to do. You see, like a quarterback In the that's not half, Justin. We had like 45 yards total offense. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying I mean, that he shouldn't have been scared. I'm just saying it felt like. I mean, when the camera cut to him, it was like, "Oh shit, give me my hat. I gotta get my. I gotta get on the field." He like apparently. thought about warming up, but he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going." Right. He was on the side playing, <laughs> yeah. you know, Snake on his phone, and all of a sudden it was like, "Yeah, it was, it was not a like, good. Oh, it was definitely not a good showing." But I'm no. just glad he didn't get hurt. That right. hit scared yeah. the oh. shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. No, that was um, a massive hit. And the fact that people are like, he shouldn't have been ejected. He lowered his head. That looked very brutal. Yeah. And you're getting all these other quarterbacks on ticky-tack stuff. So I'm glad that that happened. It's just a bummer because we had momentum. That could have been a touchdown. Right. We oh, could have yeah. gotten a we touchdown out of that. Yeah, that was a real good drive that really stalled out because of that instance. Um Looking more at the injury report, Jeremy Fowler tweeted out more bad injury news for the Chargers. Uh, Tito Aboni is expected to be out for the year with a quad injury per source. Fifth round pick uh, was showing promise. So, yeah, those are two guys out for the season. Uh, Nick Cothrell tweeted out Chargers head coach Brandon Staley says quarterback Justin Herbert and linebacker Kenneth Murray cleared today's concussion protocol assessment. So, dude, no Kenneth issues Murray, there. The more, the more I watch him, he's a liability, dude. 
He really, really is. He's he just flies around. Flying not around, thinking yeah. About, he doesn't think about anything. He doesn't care about his run fit. He's just going full speed. Uh-huh. It, 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 we had a guy that was like that. Who who am I trying to think of now? A was die? it uh a die? Yeah. A die was exactly who you were talking about yeah. when you said that. Yeah, yeah. It was he another was guy like that concussions. just concussions. Yeah, was just flying around, throwing his body into everything, which I mean, I love the spirit. I love the uh the lack of fear, but yeah, uh, you obviously throw your body in the right direction. Yeah. Don't what did you was there anything specific that you saw, Kyle, that was like, what I the hell? I can't remember the specific play. Maybe that'll be my coach's corner for Thursday, but it was just these like what looked like a very obvious run fit for him, meaning you're supposed to be your gap responsibility, you're supposed to be between two offensive players. The gap that two offensive players create, every defensive player has to assume one of those. He just completely now I could be wrong because I don't know who had what. But it looked very much like he just absolutely, there was this giant gaping hole that he should have run through. And he just lowered his head and blew up Khalil Mack, like straight into his back. Did They ran for like a good 15-yard chunk. So it's just like, I just, I don't know. He's just kind of a bat out of hell, doesn't know where he's going is what it feels like a little bit. But mm. maybe I'll do my coach's corner on that if no one asks for anything else. Shit. <laughs> Uh, well, now let's look at, uh, let's see, injured player status from coach. Uh, Chris Rumpf will be back in practice full this week. You like to hear that? That's a, we need that. Uh, you will see Mike Williams and Keenan Allen back in practice this week. We like to hear that. Uh, to the extent we'll keep you posted on that, but they will be back in practice this week. Uh, Donald Parham is still a ways off. Uh, Joshua Kelly is trending very positive. He has one game left on injured reserve, and Dustin Hopkins is probably going to be a week away. Hey, Dicker the kicker. I'm yeah. okay. He's that guy's going to ha- be on a team w- when we end up going back um, to Dustin because yeah. he's 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 doing really well. No, he's been playing very well under pressure, and uh, I mean, he he accounted for most of our points yeah. <laughs> this Nine last a, game. So more than half. Yeah, so um yeah, he'll definitely he'll definitely have a landing spot for sure. Um looking more at some of Staley's quotes here uh on the depth along the defensive line. Staley said we'll have to work through that over the next 36 hours. We'll probably make some acquisitions and then promote uh Joe Gaziano at some point this week. We have him currently on our team. We'll be working over the next 36 hours to make a couple of acquisitions to get us to full strength. It's the only guy that we have on the roster to activate. Like the only guy like, squatter is him. They need yeah. to add like three or four guys. They need to add like three guys, yeah. a couple to the practice squad and a one at least to the active roster. Yeah. We, we finished the game with active three. roster now. Yeah. yeah. When you elevate Joe, now you have four. Crazy. Well, yeah, because I mean we're talking about Austin Johnson going down, Jerry Tillery getting waived, then losing Tito and uh Christian Covington. Like yeah. That's a lot it's of loss of the defensive Joseph line. Day. Who's left? Sebastian is the day. Braden Fajoko. Who's the and final Gaziano. third? Is it Morgan? No, there's another one. Morgan. Morgan Fox. Fox. Morgan yeah. Fox. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Those are the those are the boys. Yeah. I saw I saw Bulpy put out like a, here's three names. It was uh, bring back Linval Joseph as an option. Wouldn't hate it. Which it, he just did. He, he, we'll see. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Isaac Rochelle. Is another option. He just yeah, got he just cut. Got waved by yeah. the um, and then the big one, um, who's not quite the player he used to be, but Nadama Kinsu. Yeah. 
like you're in like desperate times now. Like you need to go get somebody that's not like grabbing somebody from other someone else's practice squad. Like you need to have somebody that that has had reps in the NFL. So, oh yeah. Hopefully they come up with a really good plan and, you know, coach has another great defensive plan against the Chiefs this week. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out pretty quick that they got to get it done here before practice starts up tomorrow, so yeah. yeah. We'll we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's just hard. And then you're adding these guys. It's like you have to dumb down what you do. They have no idea what our scheme is. None of the terminology. Everything has to be dumbed down once you put those guys on the field. Right. I mean, I'm not too I personally, I'm not too worried about it. Obviously, we need bodies because I mean that's just that that room is just because we're bound but, to have an injury throughout the game. It's bound to happen. Yeah. So um that's the thing, is like it it's really just because it's bound to happen. I mean, Staley being able to coach the defense to hold the 49ers to what they were able to accomplish with, you know, coming. I can't remember. Tito went down earlier. I think he went down the first or second quarter. I can't remember. And then Cummington went down, I think, in the second half. So knowing that even with those guys down, we were still able to accomplish what we could on the defense. I'm not saying to completely rely on that because obviously you need to have bodies on that line, but I'm not as worried about it. it it's It wasn't the defense that made us made that game what it was it was it was the offense not being able to do anything in the whole second half so and Braden um, played really well too so he he yeah. he's clutch like whenever yeah. he gets an opportunity he plays well so yeah um he's going to be the number one guy in there he's going to be right in there in the middle <laughs> yeah that's all right i'm okay <laughs> with let's go, it. go um staley had this on his message to the team regarding injuries uh staley said what i uh what i told the team this morning is that after watching the film and having more time to reflect, it's the exact same message that I had to him in the locker room, which was the level of toughness, the level of physicality, the level of discipline that we played with was the standard that we expect in a game like that against a quality team. That's where the message was. The group was, or the group that was out there in that game last night played to the standard of the LA chargers. The reason why we didn't win the game, there was some ex executional type of things in the game that prevented us from ultimately finishing that football game. But regardless of the circumstance, we're going to be a connected team and a tough and rugged team that is going to try and figure it out. So I I think what else are you going to do? You know, well, I I think that's one of the interesting things in, in reading this quote, a lot of people still saying, you know, Chargers, what's the identity? What are what are they all about? And I think that's just what it is. It's being tough and rugged. It's being in these games, and no matter how many injured players we have, we're fighting until the bitter yeah. end. There's no yeah. that we're not falling down or giving up. I think the identity of the defensive there, I our offensive identity is unknown. And I think it's just due to the continual change, like change. Like there's too much difference in week to week to game plan. Can have right. the same game plan with Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Gerald Everett, and Josh Palmer as you do with Josh Palmer, your one, DeAndre Carter, Michael Bandy. You know, like you, you, the, the game plan cannot with with Foster Serrell at right tackle and yeah. Jamari Sawyer at left tackle and like your your identity. They still haven't found it. I I truly believe that they don't know what their offensive identity is still. So I would agree with some of that, mm-hmm. some of the criticism that's come out. I think defensively we have an identity where very much. Ben, don't break, allow them to run the ball, but we're going to punish you once you get through and try to force turnovers. But mm-hmm. offensively, I I do think we're still struggling to find an identity. 
Yeah. yeah. Hopefully that identity comes when we get some of our pro bowlers back. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. And then Staley on the performance of Foster Sorrell and uh, Braden Fajoka last night. Uh, Staley said Foster Sorrell was solid for his first start playing against Nick Bosa, playing that type of defense. I thought that Foster held his own, which is what you would hope in that type of performance. His first real NFL game to start against that type of team, I thought that he held his own. Uh, I thought that Braden held his own. I thought that he was a real factor in the run game. We finished the game with three D linemen, and they basically (laughs) played every play in the fourth quarter. He laid it on the line like he always does. He played rugged and tough, made some plays for us, and he was really steady for us, really proud of both those guys and how they played. To think that those big guys in the middle did not come off the field for the entire fourth quarter where they were on the field for most of the fourth yeah. quarter. It's not like that That's was crazy. Plays. They, were no, on the f- yeah. they were on the field the entire time. It's like no yeah. three and outs there at all. Yeah. Yeah. Watching, uh, watching how the line was set up, you know, during when the offense was out there, I mean, you, you had basically guys chipping on both sides to help Salier and Sorrell out. So, uh, you know, I think that obviously helped him out tremendously getting into this and you know helping him against Nick Bosa uh but yeah good to see the coach recognizing the guys stepping up and <coughs> playing uh, as well as they did and playing Sorry. as tough as they did um <clears throat> well if you want to recognize something else you can recognize our <laughs> Patreon account uh <laughs> so if uh if you want uh, to check out our Patreon you can go to patreon.com/chargerchat uh, we've officially kicked off our Patreon with some fun new content, and we've gotten a lot of new Patreon members. I want to shout these people out. Uh, Jesse Trejo, Tony Fett, Kelly Tomlinson, Isaiah J, Francisco Flores, and Kellen Smith. Heavy week. A lot of new names. Thank I love you. to see that. Thank you guys so much for joining Patreon. And for those that signed up, uh, they saw a new spin on Coach's Corner exclusive to our Patreon. And got a tiny little clip here that uh, we think you guys would like to see so let's uh let's give them a taste mm. what's over at our patreon mm. Bush. chef's kiss so so stop it yes <laughs> <laughs> so the ball is hiked and immediately placed and nobody down. sees nobody sees <laughs> he sticks it behind the guard's leg <laughs> nobody sees that little part of the play whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) he basically purposefully fumbles the ball. This is all legal play. The only thing it requires is that the defensive line doesn't go upfield whatsoever. Because if he gets pushed back, obviously it's done. done. The movie stops. Yeah. Yeah. Game's over. You lost. Also, very ballsy call at your own two yard line to purposely fumble when you're tied and they can just pick it up. This is is that Brandon how far Staley back they tour. are? Their own two-yard line? Yeah, they're, they're on their own goal the line. the ball on the ground? <laughs> they're going for it, man. Humbling. This is very Staley-esque. So there you go. You can you could go to Patreon.com and check out Coach annex- Breakdown <laughs> movies, folks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not limited to the Little Giants. So uh, we're having a lot of fun over there. So if you want, go on over Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. And if you don't want to go to Patreon.com, that's A-OK. You can always go to our website, ChargerChat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in our member section and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. All right, gang, it's time to go on to the next segment. We saw them last week on their very first debut. Uh, It's time to see what they do with their sophomore episode. 
It's time for Briskets Abroads. everybody. Howdy do. Hey. Hey, Kevin and Kyle and Adam. Hey, Mom and Dad. We wanted to demonstrate our hats for you all so you get the proper feel of the game. Oh, now our offense is on the field because our defense did a great job. Pretty cool, huh? We wanted to start off by saying we were never supposed to win that game in the first place, okay? Yeah. So let's just keep it in perspective. We would have really made a lot of football analysts mad. Yeah, we would have made them look like the idiots that they are. Yeah. Because we almost did win, so. Yeah. We were winning almost the whole time. It was great. If Justin Herbert's arm hadn't gotten hit at the end and you made him throw that interception, that wouldn't have been an interception. It would yeah. have been a completion and then a touchdown. Yeah, trust us, we were there. Yeah. That's what would have happened. We could tell. Everybody around us, all the refs were like, oh my gosh, that would have been a completion and a touchdown. We, we didn't record any of them saying that, but... Yeah. So, yeah. We just wanted to start out by saying that, okay? So we went we went to Levi Stadium. That's where the 49ers game is. Yeah. But if you ever are going to go to an away game there, we recommend that you stay at a hotel nearby and then just walk because you can do that. And then that way you don't have to pay for parking. Yeah, and you don't get stuck in the parking lot after the game or have to leave early like a loser. Really? <laughs> And there's a little walking path. Look it. We did more video stuff so that we could show you instead of just tell you. This is what the stadium looks like. What's your opinion of Levi Stadium? Um, it's a pretty nice stadium. One side of it looks so weird when you're walking up the bike path, so you're kind of coming from the back. It just looks like it's like gonna fall over, but that's the design. They thought, wouldn't it just be cool if it looked like it was about to cave in? My mom says it looks like a tugboat. It totally does. I'm with her you on this one. You'll have to decide for yourselves. <laughs> So then on the way, looking for the tailgate, who did we run into? Two of the best people in the whole freaking world. This is Jen and Hannah, in case you didn't figure that out on your own. In case you couldn't tell from the back of their heads. (laughs) (laughs) So the tailgate was great. We brought mandarins. But I got much purpose. 
I think yeah. they were a huge hit. It's hard to know. I don't even know if I saw anyone else. I don't. It might have just been us. Probably the poor people that set up that booth. You're gonna be like, who left this bag of mandarins here? Oh my gosh! They're gonna love it when they oh, eat it yeah. later. They're so good. Then we went into the stadium. We went early. They had different little activities set up that you could do. So my dad and I raced. Uh, and then, Kyle, you wanted us to try stadium food. Can't believe you. So just a little context for you. We usually don't eat the stadium food. Yeah, because stadium food's gross we're and so of, expensive. We're kind of food snobs. Um, okay, so we did try quite yeah. a few things, actually. We thought we would, first off, go for the weirdest one. So we got... Uh, a crab sandwich. It's like tuna. Yeah. Did we like it? It's, you just it's, saw that we yeah. didn't. It's as good as it sounds. We also got nachos. Look at, we didn't really <laughs> like that either. Um, yeah. I got chicken fingers later because I didn't really eat the other two things because they were gross. And so then I was hungry. I got chicken fingers and garlic fries and they actually were pretty good. I didn't really get much footage of me with it except here's me with my chicken uh, finger yelling that there's Jerry Rice. My mom thought Jerry Rice was Snoop Dogg when she saw him on TV. I know, because my sister texted me. <laughs> um, and then Mary had cotton candy. How's the cotton candy? Um, during warm-up time, we saw a lot of interesting things. Mary took a video of one of the 49ers players really going crazy stretching. Yeah, look at him. It looked really dangerous. Um, we saw a Charger fan walking barefoot around the, the field. But we, yeah. he had a hood on, so we couldn't really tell who Didn't he was. Didn't get a look at his face. Um, we saw Morgan Fox. Mm -hmm. Roll it. Morgan! We also saw Nick Bosa. And at the end of the game, we were near the tunnel that the 49ers go into. And so at the end of the game, you know, they're all walking in and all the people around are so excited and the players are excited. And we were just standing there with our charge sign because we're in the middle of all these 49ers fans. And then Nick Bosa was doing an interview after the game. So he was like one of the last ones to walk. <clears throat> and then we're just like holding the charge sign. And then like, it was like that perfect like, Red Sea Gap, where it's like Nick Bosa, and then I'm just like looking, and I felt like, you know where you feel like you're making eye contact? Probably weren't, but it was like, he sees this charge sign, and we're making eye contact, and it's like, this, he wants to be a charger. Yeah. It was like a moth to the flame, he was walking to the charge sign, like he's like, ugh, 
I have to like pretend like I like all of these 49ers fans, but I want to be a Charger with my brother. Yeah, I don't want to be a Santa Clara 49er. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm sick of these losers. We barely won because we're on the team of losers. That's just what he said. Yeah. What did you think of the 49ers fans? I really liked the 49ers fans. A couple of them weren't great, but most of them, like, like it was fun. There was, like, a little bit of trash talking, but, like, it was all good-natured. Like, they love their team and want them to win. Mm -hmm. We love our team and want them to win. And our section was so great because everyone wanted to stand the whole time. Like, whatever side you were on, you were invested in that game, and mm -hmm. that's what we like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all of the things I have written down. Oh, and when we left the stadium, this is the first time I encountered this. There was a lot of barf on the ground. So to avoid. much barf. Yeah, that was new. Ugh. I haven't I haven't had to to avoid barf to that extent in a long time. Yeah. Maybe never. I think that's pretty much it. Was there anything else you wanted to share? No. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Brisket Abroad. We'll see you in Arizona. Brisket Abroads. Well, ladies, we had to take a minute to wipe away the tears of laughter. <laughs> Kevin's still wiping them away. Just the furious stretching. <laughs> so it's dangerous. It's every dangerous. every cutaway, every <laughs> insert of oh. a facial expression. That was so good. That was yeah, too this, is, this is only week two. It's only going to get better. If you oh guys my God. are listening to this, I've never yeah. gone to our YouTube channel. You have to. I don't even want this for us. I don't want this for our page views. I want you to experience what that just was. Because that, that is a visual that just so feast. Funny. <laughs> Everything about Says it. Says the cinematographer. He was thoroughly I, uh, The editing, it was all. It had it all. It, it literally, was everything. It and also, girls, I, I get it. Stadium food's expensive. Yeah, Kyle, way to make them spend a whole bunch of money on stadium food. Honestly, you don't have to go crab sandwich. That's yeah, disgusting. crab sandwich. I would have, I would have, I would have thrown a challenge flag right there and said, "No, you, you don't, don't I'm do out. this." No, yeah. I called an audible. Um, that that's probably what all the puke was on the way out. It was probably all the all the crab sandwiches. Crab sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of what people in San Francisco do. They poop on the ground and it's just all over crab sandwich a local delicacy oh god ladies it's just her running with her dad just before the game so awesome and the tangerines so much ladies thank you so much can't wait for our next away game I mean yeah I can't wait either um that was that was so freaking good that was so funny um all right. Well, I, I don't know who's following this up, but it looks like it's time for the next segment. It's Bolt Insight. Ooh, uh, ooh yeah. Let's see. Bolt, let's see who Bolt acting as if he doesn't Bolt. know what it is. I know who it is. I'm about to say. If you have seen yeah, Bolt My it. Ride, get ready because we're talking to the Bolt Zaddy himself. Ooh. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we're back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super lucky today. We have, you've probably seen him um, on YouTube very recently. Um, we have Mike Eddy from San Diego, who was 
the featured man of Bolt My Ride. Wow, I'm so pumped to have you, Mike. How's it going, yes, brother? Sir. I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you this evening? Doing good, doing good. Feeling better. What you know, everything's feeling better after that game, but it's you know, we'll get oh, yeah. we'll get there. We'll we'll get into that. Yeah, but for sure. Before we get started, we always want to ask whoever we're talking to, how did you become a Charger fan? Uh well, aside from being originally from San Diego, uh born and raised, uh, pretty much uh I honestly it, it took it took what well, what maybe I was like six or seven years old. Just as a kid, it was Greek mythology that really got me on that. So I was like obsessed with Zeus and I loved yeah. lightning bolts and and coincidentally we had a team called the San Diego Chargers. Uh and I fell in love uh with uh obviously the 1994 team. Uh I was about maybe eight, nine years old around that time when the Chargers went to the Super Bowl, January 29th, 1995. <laughs> I will never forget that day because I remember the looks on my parents' faces uh when we got stomped out and calling it what it is, you know, I'm like, wow. And and from that point on, like I, I I fell in love only because it's for a team to still for the city to still rally behind the team after such a crazy loss. Not even not not and also at the same time, people said we weren't even supposed to be there. If it weren't yeah. for a batted pass, we weren't supposed to be there. But you know what? We got there. We we did the best we could. And since from that day on, man, uh, tailgates, uh, I, I, random games with friends. Uh, it it grew to an obsession, and obviously, blue and gold is is in my blood. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. that's what it is. <laughs> I love it. Same here, man. I remember vividly that that playoff game where against the Steelers, where we won, mm. and my entire family running out, just running down the street, yelling. Kyle was still yeah. in diapers. It was it was epic. It was awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm with you on that, and then let's jump into it, man, because I want to know everything about this. Because we we watched we watched the bolt my ride. What yeah. they did with your with your with your vehicle was insane. It was it's so rad. So yeah. like we saw that it started with you having to do a submission video. So like they didn't really show us the full extent of what that was. So what was yeah. like what was the process of actually like getting them to pick you? Um, so it was like what around like the mid mid July. I saw it at the very last minute. So uh, when I submitted my video, I'm thinking, okay, I don't, I don't want anything. I don't, I don't, you know, with everyone's goldfish mentality, I'm thinking, just keep it short and sweet, down to a minute. Is that my phone? Yeah, that's my phone. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, on top of that, uh, just be honest. Like I'm like, yo, hey, this is this is my truck. I've had my my Jeep Gladiator since you know 2021. Uh, and I love the color as soon as I got it. So I'm thinking in the video, let me just showcase the color, showcase my charger, you know, memorabilia, stickers, all that stuff around it. Cause I'm when I when I first got the truck, I'm like, man, I love the color. I'm a Padres fan. Sorry, y'all. I'm very sorry, y'all. Don't apologize to me. I'm on the same page. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Uh hey, it's all good. Hey, it's love. Yeah. Either way. Um, but I, I I loved the color of the truck and and honestly the things I wanted to do to it I I, I just couldn't imagine me doing the submission tape would would turn this gladiator into a motherfucking monster yo <laughs> it's crazy dog it's so dope so yeah I, I mean. I mean, what? What? I, I damn! I lost track. What the hell am I supposed to say? Right. No, that's exactly it. That's exactly what I was hoping to hear. And then, it was crazy because, like, it, the big reveal where they came up to your house and knocked on the door, and it was like he's standing there, Sean Merriman's at your front doorstep. Like, what was that like? So, just like I'm talking to you right now here on this Zoom interview, right? I'm on the I'm on the Zoom call with Charger Social Media. 
Uh, and this was maybe like the third Zoom call that we had. Um, so the entire process went obviously after after I submitted my my uh, my video in TikTok style. Um, I had my song in the background, so I'm thinking, okay, maybe that maybe that'll help push it a little bit because I, I just redid the San Diego Superchargers song and put LA and Dangum together. I'm like, all right, cool, let me try this. So uh, they hit me up uh, via email. I'd say maybe a week or a week and a half after the submission date, they uh, they told me, hey, you're a top 10 finalist. I said, oh, shit. All right, cool. And <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So then what's next? They they pretty much told me in the email to find a date in which I can interview with social media. Uh, they sent me a date. I spoke with uh, two ladies at uh, Charger Social Media. Carly and Paige, much love, man, <laughs> uh, for, for Charger Social Media. Anyway. They uh they were they were asking me mad questions and I told them the same thing I was telling you. I'm from Dago, born and raised, uh, you know, now living in LA just like the Chargers. Uh just trying to, you know, let people know that hey, we here now. This is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like people from my hometown, ugh, look, man, I'd be having these conversations with them all day. Some have even jumped ship. But it's like if you can be a Los, if you can be a Los Angeles Lakers fan, in my opinion. You can be a Los Angeles Chargers fan living in San Diego. I'm just saying, dog, it's business. Yeah, it's business. Um, so, you know, after that, I was just giving my fandom to them. And so after that Zoom call, they hit me up again in about a week uh, from that point saying, you know, you're a top five finalist. We'll hit you back up in a week from that. Then you're now you're a top three finalist. Now you're a top two finalist. I'm like, yo, oh, okay. What's going on? <laughs> oh my God. What's going on, fam? You tripped me out, fam. So, so they told me uh, to jump on uh, at a time that was convenient for me. So I gave them another time. And so I was speaking with uh, another, uh, I was speaking with Carly at this point. Uh, and as I was on the Zoom call, Sean and Ryan uh, for West Coast Customs pull up to the driveway. And I'm on a Zoom call, right? My wife's in the background. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, handling her own business, you know what I'm saying? She hears a knock at the door and it's Sean's big ass knock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, not a normal knock. Like like a police knock. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, wifey answers the door, you know, I, and, and you see from the footage, she goes, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, f- <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. The rest is history from there. So she runs upstairs. I'm on the Zoom call with Carly. You know, my wife goes, she runs upstairs right behind me. And she goes, yo, there's some men at the door downstairs. I'm like, what the f*** are you talking about? What man? <laughs> what you mean? And I, and I got on my I got on my defensive and I said, hold on. I said, hold on. I'll be right back. Because so, we didn't we didn't have a whole lot of shit happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? So much yeah. has happened in the family and, 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 you know, over the last year. It's been crazy. Yeah. So I got I, I was like, OK, so it's good. I ran downstairs. And I'm looking at the cameras and I see Sean's big old arms and, and chest. And I'm like, oh my God, dog. I put on, I ran outside. And you saw me. I said, what the f-? Yeah. And I tripped so out. It was, it was crazy, man. So from that point on, I felt like I was on cloud nine. I was floating, man. And not, a, a, a lot of things weren't making sense at that particular point. I was just very, very happy to see the homeboy, Sean. And I was able to do my lights out dance without that breaking my breaking my uh, ankles. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you did it well. That was a legit one. You know, fans try that all the time, and it doesn't always look as good as you made it look. So good work, Yo, man. Thank you, dog. It it was uh like it was it was so hype. After, especially after say I left, man, to see that you know 
to see five five to five six. I'm like, all right, man, he bringing some fire to this. I love this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that's what Sayal did, man. And I'm glad that you know that influence was there. You know what I'm saying for with with Sean and and how he's you know now it's it's he's bigger than an athlete. You know what I'm saying? He's doing yeah. his thing, man. So yeah, congrats to him. That's awesome. I love that he's still a yeah. part of the Chargers organization too. Oh yeah, it's oh, just yeah. rad. So and oh, then yeah. I want to know. So they don't really show kind of like the design process for the car is like they put it up on the monitor. They're like, yeah, let's just throw this on there and we'll do this yeah. and all this crazy shit on there and made it look amazing. But like, I wanted to know, like, were you like, here's like kind of the stipulations or the things that I want to see, like how much hmm. of their input do they take when they're, when they're, when they're putting it together? Um, so, I mean, for, for what I wanted, uh, they hit that thing to the T man. Uh, it was everything I could have imagined just out of, out of this, out of out of this build, you know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't have, I I didn't know what to expect. At the same time, they said they weren't throwing in no fireplaces or, or fish tanks. So I'm like, all right, cool, we good. <laughs> it would be good. But I mean, on top of that, like I did say I wanted some bolts on my hood. That was the thing I wanted. Cause I'm like, you know how you see the Jeep, the Jeep Wrangler, Rubicon, all the all the dope logos on the side of the other yeah. hoods. I, I wanted something that was going that was going to speak. You, you can't get this from anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that wasn't my plans originally. So I told them, okay, I want bolts. I want um, I, I, I still want my original paint. So obviously, as you see, it's, it's wrapped in blue and gold, blue and yellow or blue and gold. I, I should say sunshine gold. Yeah. Um, and, uh, what else? Uh, my engine is, is, is brand new. They, they didn't touch it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, on top of that, they, you know, they kept everything literally with, they just beef. They just put like, it was, it's kind of like he, the, the, the truck went to the gym, you know what I'm saying? And, and he, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, and he came back and he came back talking about, man, I'm, uh, I'm new in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> just walking good. around all it, pumped up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they, it's, it's just, they beefed it up. They enhanced it more than it was. They gave me dope sounds, uh, gave me a dope, uh, led under, un underbody kit, uh, brand new caliber, what a uh, custom calibers with bolts on them. I'm not sure if you guys check that out, but cool. next time you look at the video, look at the inside of the wheel, check out them ca caliper covers. They're bolted up too, all the yeah. way down to the socks for real. Um, uh, they gave me those custom rims, uh, man, them custom, custom tire stickers with the dope tires. I'm like, come on, man. Like, I'm losing track here. What? What? what, what, what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's so wild, dog. It's it's so wild. Um, That's so cool. And the one thing that was really cool to tie together was the the sound system they put in. Yeah. With them. Like for the how they were able to design it. It's like a cut. You were saying it was like one of a kind custom. No oh, yeah. one has this kind of thing. Yes. Which is perfect for you because you're an art uh, artist. Yes. And uh -huh. we we actually played your song. Yes. Months ago on our show, yes. which uh -huh. I still, that's still my vote for the new, the new uh, theme song. Um, I'm, love it. So what, what was it like getting that and then getting your music on the episode? Like that was awesome. I mean, if, if anything, uh, as a musician, I, I grew up, I mean, I grew up in the church. I, I've been singing, you know what I mean? Since I was six years old, been playing piano since I was eight. And my love for the Chargers, I just integrate with music because it's like, dog, you remember Captain Q being the big boys, dog, San Diego, Super Chargers. Slap of the bass. Come on, man. Yeah. We had the funkiest dopes, the funkiest so touchdown song, man. It was great. So I'm like, all right. I, I hear this track uh, produced by Martavius. So shout out to Martavius on that track uh, through this app called Boise that's now defunct. Um, and I just literally added my vocals to this track, you know, threw on some charger gear 
and uh, decided to redo that song. And I was I was just happy that they they said, yo, this is great. Um, but on top of that, I've been doing music since 2006, 2007 professionally. So you can just look me up anywhere. Just look up Mike Eddy anywhere. You can ask Siri. You can even Shazam a brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> awesome. I'm on there. And I'm and I more than likely have something on this that got bolts on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm also trying to push the brand because it's like, dog, there's there's way. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I feel like, yeah, we we <clears throat> I don't I don't see too many musicians rocking bolts, though. So. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know we got some fans and, and some direable club clubbers that are musicians. You know what I mean? Shout out to them, too. On top of that, it's like, let's can we do something and, and make this thing happen? Make this thing crack to where we can get like an all chargers, you know, L.A. superchargers, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want something collaborative where you got dope artists that, you know, can come together and, and make make this thing a theme song because we don't have one we got a thunderstruck i love it no shout and shouts to acdc i love it i love it but we need something that's our own so we need a captain we need a captain qb and the big boys you feel me let's go let's go we need some some mike eddie and the uh i don't have anything i I was (laughs) some credibility Uh, with that uh no my me and my wife uh we have this little funny this little funny band we call yesterday's pizza and uh that's it's also my uh it's also my fantasy football name so maybe Uh, like getting yesterday's pizza pizza. i don't know bro i don't know something funny just something that can you know i mean something bumping bro just something that that can knock inside so far confidently 100%. Hit through them speakers, man. Them speakers are nice too. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, you know, your overall experience, like being on that, getting to have that done to your vehicle, like what's it like driving around town now in that thing? Man, dog, let me tell you, every 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 red light is interesting, only because it's either you you get love, you get hate, or you get a hey man, fuck the charges, man. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. your car is sick, bro. <laughs> I love it. I like the ones that say F the Chargers, but yeah. Only because it's like, okay, well, you so you you're hating, however. <laughs> I don't I, I just the think truck it's funny. Is transcending. It's, it's bringing people together. Yeah, it's bringing you together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's giving you something to look at while, you know what I mean? Because I mean, if it was, and to be honest, if it were in any other color, you know what I'm saying, I would do the same thing. I'd be like, man the Raiders but yeah. that's a dope that's a dope Chevy Tahoe yeah. you know whatever you want to drive cool I don't spikes. care you know what cool whatever cool little that. cool little plastic <laughs> spikes bro yeah you know what I'm saying cool little tinfoil and hefty bag jerseys y'all be got on yeah oh my god uh, anyway I can go all day on the Raiders all day so, all, me it's, too. Family, it's family trespassing all day yeah so, so it's a pastime <laughs> over here um so let's get you out of here on this man you know crazy game we're kind of we're hurt you know, it's not going to lie for real, injuries, but we're playing. We're still, especially defense. We're stepping up. We're still what we did to the 49ers with what we had. Right. Awesome. Right. Right. What do you want to see happen for this upcoming another prime time events <laughs> against the chiefs? Let me tell you something, man. Last night threw me off dog, because I, I still go back to January 29th, 1995, Steve Young's 49ers against Stan Humphrey's bolts. Yeah. I still look at that thing all the time, bro. And so last night I'm like, yo, we got another primetime game, man. I'm hoping that the defense can step up, bro. We defense wins championships, bro. 100%, 120%. So next man up mentality, beef up, man up, strap up. Come on, man. Y'all trying to get to the playoffs. Y'all trying to get to the Super Bowl, man. Like, 
Irby, Irby deserves it. He should have yeah. got it last. It should have been an all LA Super Bowl last year. Bengals shouldn't even be there, in my opinion, but I digress. Yes. <laughs> all, I, all I know is come, you know, come this game uh, at home against the Chiefs, man, uh, with that tricky ass Mahomes. Yep. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that we can at least get Dicker to kicker in there, man, to get this thing. Because the way defense is feeling to me right now, it's, it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. Yeah. IMO. For real, um, yeah. I'm hoping that we pull it out with with a dicker to kicker situation because I love that. I love that. I love it. Bro. Yeah, I got the name. <laughs> he's hitting it, dog. Giving. He's hitting it. He's, the, he's hitting the, these the, goals, bro. The, the amount crazy. of dick jokes I saw on Twitter <laughs> last week was <laughs> out of control. Yo, it's so wild, man. Twitter yeah. be going off with that shit. Bro. Too much fun. It's too fun, man. But I'm hoping. I'm hoping for a good outcome as usual. I want us to be realistically at the end of the season, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get at least a 12 and five situation, 12 and five, stay in this wild card play, man, get Irby some of this playoff, uh, some of this playoff experience. Um, at the same time, bro, you never know what type of momentum you can build. Uh, just starting off with this, this, this chiefs game. It's, it's important. We got to knock them off. We got to let them know, Hey, we're going to see you in the playoffs, homeboy. Yeah, we yeah, might yeah. just see you in the playoffs. So hit them in the mouth. It's Rocky versus Apollo, bro. Let's do this. I love it. Awesome. All right. Well, the very last thing, where can people go check out your song, uh, your Charger song? So you can actually find me on TikTok as The Bolt Zaddy. Uh, uh, You can also find me on Twitter as Mike Eddie. So I've integrated Mike Eddie and The Bolt Zaddy. Also on Instagram, too, is Mike Eddie and The Bolt Zaddy. Um, Both are linked to each other, so it's not hard to find me. But on just ask Siri. Hey, Siri, play Mike Eddie. And it's yeah, yeah. It's right there. So pretty much, <laughs> and uh, and I'm there. Uh, so my 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 supercharger song can be found on everywhere streaming. It's a sound everywhere. Reels, TikTok, the whole joint, and streaming platforms everywhere. Hit me up. It's Mike Eddie. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Oh, I'm hoping to go to a tailgate with you and hear that Hell coming yeah. out of your ride is what I want to hear. So you, let's set I, that I up. Think. Oh, hold on. Do you want to listen to this song? <laughs> Shut up, Siri. <laughs> oh, told you. Uh, so I, I thought I saw you at the first game. You, yeah, we at, were there. We did. Yeah, we, we you passed by. You passed by and said, "What's up?" With, with one of the other homies. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. was like, "Yo, good." You know, I love the, I love the podcast, man. And like I, I said, it's been, it's it's you know it's so dope to to have a have a platform, have a medium where other fellow Charger fans and get here and talk shit and and hope for the best. You know what I mean? Because if you've been a, if you've been a diehard fan this long, you can, you can survive it. All these people sitting here being negative on on Twitter, bro. Look, keep calm and bolt the motherfucker up. You know what I mean? Let's go. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? You're going to wear these bolts with pride. You're going to take them off, homeboy. What's good? You know what I mean? Take them off if you ain't repping. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, we are, uh, we are nuclear bomb. We can survive pretty much anything as a Charger fan. Our emotions, Absolutely. just everyone's all pissed right now. Just chill, bro. We still got, you know we still got some games. Let's go. It's, Let's you go. gotta be you gotta be tough skin on Mondays to be a Charger fan. You know what I mean? So like, we're still in it. We're still we there. Still got it. We still got Come it. Come on, let's go. Still got it. Still got it, boy. All right. <laughs> Shit. Mike, you're awesome, man. It was so you, awesome bro. chatting with you here. Congrats on your vehicle and and being on that show. I might actually go watch it when we're done here because that was just so much fun. Thank you, bro. And if you happen to see me on the freeway, dog, or if you see me on the street. 
show some love. If you take a picture, just tag the Bozaddy, hashtag the Bozaddy. And so I can see where, you know, y'all, y'all be snapping at me from, you know what I'm Let's saying? Go. So whatever it is, man, and I, and I hope to see you at the, at another tailgate. I'm hoping to get to this Chiefs game. Uh, Mama Lisa, I owe you a watch party. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's, let's do this. Both the f*** up, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, Thank you so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Take care, man. Thanks, man. Mike, I love the idea of getting interactions while you're in your Jeep at a stoplight. That, that, that is the question. It's like, I, I mean, everybody that was thinking about it was like, yeah, but I mean, people are going to be interacting. They're going to be like either saying the Charger son, I don't want any of that business. But yeah, I love that you're getting people that are throwing out the hate, but still going, but I love that car, man. Like that is, <laughs> that's yeah. the way to do it. And, uh, and yeah, dude, that was, that's so fun, dude. you got such great energy, man. I love everything you had to say. Yeah. It, it was just a cool story too. how it happens. It's, it sounds like the, and on the social media team, plays some some tricks. Oh, they're very sneaky. Tricksters. Obviously, we sneaky, saw it with sneaky. we saw it with Rike when he was sitting there, <laughs> sitting at a table, and then Derwin and James, James floating in the show. background. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're good at blindsiding fans, and uh, Mike I, is no I, I, exception. I also like how there was a big scary knock at the door, and he made his girl go answer the door. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm on, I'm on a Zoom with the Chargers. Yeah, I yeah, need yeah, your help. Scary. There's go a man at out. the door. That's so awesome. That is so And go fun check out his, his music, his song. Absolutely. He's, he's fantastic. Yeah, sure. yeah. Mike Eddie, Bolt Zaddy, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with Kev. That was really a lot of fun. Um, let's move it on now to the next segment. It is Fan Focus. Let's see what fan is sitting next to Kevin this week. All right, guys. We are back with another Fan Focus, and we are super lucky to have Connor from Alberta, Canada. What is going on, Connor? Oh, not much, man. Just recovering from our last game, I guess. I'm with you, man. You know, it's not as fun to do these after a loss, but I'm just excited to meet you. We can kind of get it out. Therapy, therapy session, have fun a little bit. And uh, the the best thing about this is finding out how people became fans. So how did you become a Charger fan? So being a football fan in Canada is a little weird. Um, my brother and I, we both started playing football when we were in like the sixth, seven, sixth or seventh grade, somewhere in there. And um we had madden so you know we played a, sh- a lot of madden as kids and then just going through the teams i guess you know like playing each other and one day i picked the chargers and i think like one of the first few plays i was playing my brother and i i uh i picked a run play and lt was the running back at that point and i watched this guy run even on a video game and i was like holy shit like <laughs> yeah. i like i like this guy so it was yeah lt really stuck it for me um and then, you know, like the more you play you know, the game, you figure out who the players are. And yeah, it was really Madden that did it uh, more than anything. That's so cr- it's so funny because that so many people have told us that. And that's yeah. so cool that a game you can just like, because what do you do on games? You usually go find the best color team or whatever. And you like right. try them out, you know, because you can play everyone. Oh, yeah. No, that's the thing, too. And like, you know, I was a kid, probably like nine, ten years old. And you're going through and it's like, oh, these guys have a lightning bolt. That's fucking sweet. It's dope. I'm going to be these guys. And then, yeah, LT. And it's like, Okay, I like this team a lot. I love it. I love it. So yeah, tell me, I want to know a little bit more about like the Canadian football. Like, why didn't you go Canadian Football League over NFL? Because it's you have a, you have an Alberta team, right? CFL and NFL they're they're not too different as far as like the structure of the game goes. Um, so like CFL, bigger field, more guys. So it's 110 yards as opposed to 100. Um, you have 12 guys per side as opposed to 11. The ball is a little bit bigger. That was one thing that kind of bothered me is the ball's like weird. Super fast. 
it's fat, so it's kind of awkward. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, where I'm from, I'm just outside of Edmonton in Alberta. So, like, we have two teams, one in Edmonton, one in Calgary, which is just a couple hours south of where we are. Um, and, like, you know, you go to the games and you learn the CFL and everything, but the quality of the play is just not there. That's the level. Unfortunately, you know, as a Canadian, I like to be like, you know, I wish our league was better. <laughs> yeah. But it just isn't. It just isn't. And, like, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's just not there. Gotcha. You know, it's a small league. Guys don't get paid as much, you know. We're sure. not going to get, you know, like these big talented guys. Oh, I want to go up to Canada. No, no, you don't. You you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Like, like, got it. You know, I feel like people because like, we had Warren Moon. Warren Moon came up and played in Edmonton, and that's kind of where he made his name before he went to like Houston and all those other teams that he had success with. Um, and everyone's like, oh, we had Warren Moon and like Doug Flutie and like all these guys. It's like, yeah, but compared to who we could have had, no, like yeah. definitely not. So. Yeah, and then, you know, once you get into Madden as a kid and you're like, okay, I'm playing with these guys on TV. I want to actually watch them now. Yeah. So, like, my dad, you know, he kind of did the, I don't want to say like the stereotypical dad thing, but he was like, okay, we're Canadian. I'll pick the closest team to us geographically. Yeah. So he became a Seahawks fan. And then my brother, he's a big defensive-minded guy. So he fell in love with Brian Dawkins at the time. So mm-hmm. my brother's an Eagles fan. My dad's a Seahawks fan. I'm like, well, I don't like either of those teams. <laughs> yeah, like, why don't we? You got a bunch of birds in your family. You got to get some, uh, you know, strike them out of the sky, if you will. Well, exactly. So, like, I played receiver, and like, I was the, I was always the fastest kid on my team. I'm like, hey, who's speedy? LT speedy. All right, let's go with the charge. I love like, it. yeah, I love these guys. So, I'm, uh, you know, I'm curious. Like, what is it like being a Charger fan up in? up in your area like do you are there any other fans up there have you recruited anyone like how do you like watching games what do you do so being a again a canadian chargers fan is weird so there's not many of us um i know like a couple other people just by chance it's like oh hey i like your hat hey i like your hat too we're chargers fans that's cool um i find with canada everyone likes what i call the dad teams so like the Patriots, the Steelers, the Packers, all the teams that the were good, teams. you know, yeah. decades ago. So, you know, it's weird to be a Chargers fan because like you, people meet you and they're like, oh, what team do you like? They're like, oh, I like, I like the Packers and the Bucks because Tom Brady, you know, sure. all that shit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I like the Chargers. And it's like, why the f*** do you like the Chargers? Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, well, you know, LT, Gates and all those guys. And they're like, yeah, okay. All right. So like. There, I, I feel like the Chargers haven't quite earned that respect up here yet. Yeah, but not quite like, a dad team. No, they're not a dad team. Yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, not quite. We got a couple. I think a couple of decades to go. But that's hey, that. but that's something to aspire to to become a dad team. Right, it yeah, really exactly. is. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. Well, that's you know. Uh, thanks for holding it down up there, man. Keeping us uh, wrapped up yeah, in uh, the northern area. Um, so yeah, we'll do. Let's talk about the Niner game. First tale of two halves came yeah. out like, holy shit, where has this team been? And then it right. kind of fell apart. So like just generally kind of like what were some positives you took out of the game? And then what is something you think needs to be fixed immediately for this uh, upcoming game against the Chiefs? I mean, the first thing I noticed was that Justin's looking a hell of a lot better. Absolutely. You know, some crazy like throws. Himself. Yeah, he's looking like himself. He had some big runs. Um, he's looking good in the pocket. Um, I guess second will be our defense. Our defense, I felt, came out of nowhere, really. Yeah. You know, everyone was expecting, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel to light us up. And 
I feel like we came out immediately and just, you know, hit him where it hurt. Khalil Mack, I think all season, I, I have found that he's, you know, the guy. Um, improvement, definitely our offensive play calling. Like, yeah, especially in the second half, you know, you're backed up. Well, let's run it. Let's run it. Let's, you know, do, do these check down throws. Um, yeah, you know, I think that was definitely the second half offensive was brutal. We didn't really adjust to what San Francisco was bringing. You know, they went, I feel like they went to the locker room, made adjustments while we, you know, we just kind of sat in the locker room, twiddled our thumbs a bit. Sure. So I think that needs to definitely change for next week. Yeah. But I mean, hopefully with getting Keenan back, maybe and Mike Williams, we can start to kind of let Justin, you know, not to quote a Broncos fan or anything, but let's let Justin cook. For once. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it was tough too, you know, like having, you know, Sorrell have to step in and play and they were chipping, helping him out all night in that second half. They were just doing all kinds of crazy shit on that side of the line. So he just didn't, it felt like that second half, he just didn't feel comfortable. Like Justin didn't have a lot of time. Like it was just, it was just weird. It's that, it's that thing where we like, we want to get off to a good start. We did right. it this game, but we didn't do what we usually do and finish and, you know, finish the game off. So you know, it it was a bummer. It's definitely not something to be like, oh, we're we're screwed and let's pack it in. Like you saw what coach did with some of these guys that are like yeah. practice squad players and how that defense still held up, you know? Yeah. So I think there's still promise there. And if this offense can do something consistently, right. I mean, that's what we need. Right. I think if we can get those guys back and, you know, get comfortable again, I think our offense should be okay in the long run. Yeah. I was hoping to get Bosa back for last night. That would have been great. That Bosa, yeah. Heads up Bosa game. <laughs> Boastable, yeah, exactly. Awesome. So yeah, so let's get you out of here on this, brother. Like, what you know, your best Charger memory being a fan for as long as you have. What's your what's your best Charger memory? Um, I mean, the first one, I I kind of have two. Yeah, do it. First one, it's not really like a Charger memory per se, but uh, my family we went on like a a vacation down to San Diego when I was like ten or eleven years old and. My, you know, my parents like, you know, bring spending money, bring spending money to spend down there. And I bought my first Tomlinson jersey on that nice. trip That's that awesome. I wore. It was the powder blue and I wore it for like the whole freaking trip. I thought I was the, you know, the, the bee's knees the whole time. Uh, but the second one, honestly, it was that first game Justin played, you know, the whole the injury game. Yeah. Playing the Chiefs of all teams, you know, we're in SoFi. You know, they're like, oh, they have Tyrod Taylor. What the fuck are they going to do? And then Justin steps in and just kills it. Yeah. That was huge, I think. That was like a, it, a new chapter. It was like a new chapter in Chargers history kind of like turning. It's like, here, all right, we're starting a new chapter. Let's go. Right. Well, especially after Philip Rivers left, you know, yeah. everyone was like, okay, hey, like, what are we going to do? And then all like, I guess the underestimating of Justin in the draft, you know, they're like, can this guy be a leader? Can he compete at the level? And then he comes out of nowhere. Nobody's expecting him to play. And you just kills it rookie of the year man yeah absolutely that's amazing it's you know it's that thing we always talk about it's like you have justin you have a chance it really right. is the oh, case okay. so yeah. i i feel like you know we see these chiefs all the time so why not get out there and go beat them with our third four stringers like let's do it like what we were so close against i think a higher powered offense in the 49ers oh, yeah. so i think i think we have a shot man well absolutely i mean get khalil after uh after mahomes and we're it should be okay. We'll be good. We'll be good. So, all right, Connor, it was a pleasure having you on, man. Thank you so much for your time. It was great meeting you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you so much. Hi, right, brother. 
Well, Connor, I love to hear about Charger fans up in the great white north, sir. That is, uh, I love that, uh, I love that a game brought you in. It's not always just, uh, uniforms. It's games, folks. Madden can even bring in some Charger fans. It's that we're in that generation now that video games can bring in some new fans. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate and, you, man. Yeah, it was it was so awesome. I just love meeting new fans, especially you know Canadian fans are outside of the country because it's yeah. such a different perspective. And there's so many other things and teams you could be following, but you found the Chargers, and damn glad you did. Yeah, you didn't pick a dad team. I like oh, that. The dad teams. <laughs> Connor, thank you so much for coming and chatting with Kev. We really appreciate it. Um, all right, gang, it's time to go on to Ask Bolt Fam. Here we go. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like, totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Good luck, you boy. That's right, folks. It's time for Ask Bolt Fam. We start this one off with Michael Perez, who asked the question. This may not necessarily be a question, Wooldog, and you don't need to read it on the podcast. It's merely just a venting moment. I so much love the shamelessly positive attitude on the Chargers chat. It's so refreshing to listen to you guys a couple times a week lift my spirits about the Chargers. I know we just came off a loss to the 49ers, but I'm finding myself becoming tired of listening to other podcasts just to hear these so-called NFL gods and experts talk about what's wrong with our team. I get it. I'm not a big fan of the Spanos family or the way they have run this team in the past, but what I saw on Sunday was a team trying to gut it out and survive through the month of November with what they've got. The coaching staff is trying to do what they can with the pieces we got left on the field. We lack the playmakers right now to make a difference when we need it the most. After watching this team for over 35 years, I've never been more excited than I have been right now to see ownership trying to spend money and bringing in quality players, a coaching staff with new approach and an exciting way to look at the game, and franchise players with talent to make a run to the Super Bowl for years to come. We still have a winning record. We're still in this. We just get through to December, and hopefully we can see the team we are hoping to see from the very start and maybe make a playoff run. Thanks for giving me a chance to vent. Bolt up, and let's get those Chiefs. K-Lovey, bye. That's a golf clap. That's a golf clap. I'm with you, man. Michael, thank you. That was, uh, we appreciate the kind words more more than anything. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it is different. You know, we saw, what we saw at the beginning of this season, obviously, we're looking at a different team right now. Because of the injuries, we've got, you know, this the offense was practicing with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jalen Guyton out there on the field, and these last couple of games, none of them have been out there. And, and yeah, yeah, none. And we're and we're talking like previous years. We're talking at this point in the season. We're talking about poorly managed time, poor not using our timeouts correctly. Right. We're yeah. talking about little things that our previous coaches that were doing that like. You know, we would be up in a tizzy about it. Like we weren't always the most shamelessly positive in previous years, just because of the kind of stuff where you we were used to seeing that were just bonehead things from our coaching staff. So, right, 
it's it's nice to I agree with you like having a little perspective and going back a little further it, it does feel different and it's just we just need to get it all clicking yeah yeah I think it was it was weird on Sunday having the night game I watched a lot of football during the day and it was just like it was, it was, I had this like sense of like, I can't wait to see the chargers playing, you know, like I don't, I don't care what the score is. I don't care what the outcome is. I just want to see the chargers playing football. And it uh, had this kind of realization. It's like, you, you're not going to win every game. There's only been one undefeated team ever. Yeah. Um, and they didn't go undefeated the next year. So you, you're not going to win every game. Um, I, when I, when I turn the chargers on though, like when I turn the game on, I just want to see guys playing really hard and not making dumb bonehead mistakes, turning the ball over, just, just playing poorly. And we didn't see that on Sunday. Like yeah. I left the game like, Oh, we, we could have won that game. But at the same time, like that was a fun game of football and our guys played hard until the very end. And that was a successful night of football. And we'll go get them next week. That that's like, that's really how I felt at the end of the game. Yeah. Whereas the Jaguars and the Seahawks, it was like, Holy oh, hell, shit. what are we? We are garbage. We're <laughs> right. never going to win another football game. Yeah. That's what it felt like after those games. Yeah. The blowout losses really uh, obviously hit differently than the ones that you're close or the games that you're in. But uh, yeah, it just felt like, all right, let's go on to next week. You know, you can't, you can't win them all. You can't expect every game to go your way. Um, and, and it's your true words, Michael resonate with us. We really appreciate that. Thanks. For um, thank you. Uh, let's move it on now to bolted all the way up. That's certified fresh. Yeah. Who asked the question all the way. So we've seen the chargers ability to push the ball down the field versus Atlanta and San Francisco with a healthy herb. What can we only do it for one drive a game? Does the other team adjust and we can't respond? Does Lombardi accidentally call some good plays, then go hide? Uh, you know, it's just, I'm sure it's a, it's not just one thing. I think I'm sure it's a multitude of reasons overall. It's hard to say. Cause I feel like it's a little different each game. I mm-hmm. felt like this game, we came out with a really great plan and caught them off guard. That's yeah. what the beginning of this game felt like. So you got to give, you got to give Lombardi and the staff and what those guys were able to do in the beginning of the game, some credit for that. They, they came out scripted, ready to go mm-hmm. after halftime the 49ers made better adjustments than we did. That's just what it was. And they started going after the right side of our line. They started really going after a lot of stunts. There were three guys rushing on that side of the line and he was never comfortable. There was never a moment where he was truly could stand in the pocket like he did in the beginning when he was making those crazy throws and getting Carter all the way down the field. So for this game, that's where it kind of fell apart. The defense was pretty steadfast through the whole game. It's Mm -hmm. just the offense. I don't know. I can't defend, you know, the, all the, or like the running up the middle and not getting any production out of it. I understand you got to keep them honest, but that that just, I, I was surprised that they kept going after these up the middle runs for no yards or negative yards. And I wish they had gotten a little more creative and found more effective ways to deal with the fact that he was under so much pressure. I guess, how do you, how do you, what is the other options? You drop Justin back every snap and he's throwing two yard dump offs that everyone's upset about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I feel like the, the running game. Yeah. And when it doesn't work, it's like, what the hell are you doing? Let Justin throw the ball. 
But it, when it does work and we are successful and it does pop for four or five yards, and that's all that they expect. When you mm-hmm. call a running play, you're hoping for five yards. That's a great running play. Mm-hmm. They're not calling those thinking this is going to bust for a touchdown. We're down a million guys. We need to r- control the clock a little bit. We need to get some pressure off of Justin. We, he can't sit back there and throw 65 times a game. Um, it's just like you have two backup tackles. You you cannot sit back there that long and, right. and expect for these guys not to eventually pin their ears back and come get it. Right. So a lot of the calls that they did was out of safety and trying to protect our quarterback in the long run and, and also not turn the ball over. Like you, you, you sit back there and against that defense, you give them time and enough opportunity. They're going to take the ball away. Um, it was probably a little bit too conservative, um, but I just, I just think our playbook was so limited with mm-hmm. the pieces that we had that that's what you saw. It just got vanilla and boring and they put a shell over the top and they said, good luck running the ball against our light box and we still couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's, that's the thing. A lot of the times too, when you see us run and you get frustrated, count up the box, count how many defenders they have in the box. If it's, if there's, if there's only five or six guys in the box, they're daring us to run, right? If they have five guys shelled over the top, so they'll, ha- they'll have somebody on every wide receiver and they got two guys over the top, they're daring you to run. And if you still can't do it, you're in deep crap. Yeah. And that's a lot of the time what it is. Like they see light box. Justin's going to run. He's not going to check out of it. He's going to, he's going to try to execute the run, which should work. Sometimes it's just, they, they were better than us up front in a lot, a lot of ways. Right. Yeah. All right. Bolted all the way up. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Kanyezy1785. Who asked the question? I'm going to be as realistic as I can be without being a dick. I love you guys. Podcast always have since day one. You guys may leave this one out. That's fine, but I just want to leave my opinion out there after a night's rest. All I hope is that you guys take the time to criticize this dude for the mess he made last night. I'm done with people excusing Lombardi with injuries. The team clearly showed they can execute a perfect drive with the players we have now. Why did the offense die after that first TD drive? Because Lombardi is not a good play caller. Staley's missing, Joey Bosa, JC, Chris Rumpf, Austin Johnson, Christian Covington, and Tito, yet his defense did their job and time and time again. Lombardi failed to back him up on the offensive side, even with two turnovers and a blocked punt, zero points. This game was clear proof that Lombardi will not bring out the superstar in Herbert with this ridiculously short offense. And yes, I get it. The pass rush was hardcore, but a good OC finds a way mid-game to counter that, and he has zero answers drive after drive. He turned our boy into a check-down machine. There's an infinite amount of stats to prove it. I'm done hearing people excuse Lombardi with injuries. If Staley could do his job, why couldn't Lombardi? Because good coaches adjust to what they have and make the best of it. This game was winnable, and very much so. I hope people are done defending this guy. <laughs> we, 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 we hear you, Kanyezy. We hear you. Yeah. The, the hard thing is, though, is like, I see it a lot where it's like, if you know, you have a very strong feeling about something. And if somebody doesn't like get on board with that, you're like even more pissed off. Cause I can see, I see your points. Like it was a very vanilla, confusing second half and wasn't very creative. There wasn't a lot going on. 
But there's still, there were so many opportunities in that game that we had, you know, and I wouldn't say they're excuses. They're just, they are what they are. There were drops. There mm -hmm. were mistakes. There was stuff that was on the field that doesn't, it's not him. Um, there was some stuff later in the game that was him. And I totally see your frustration. Um, I just want to see before we're like, let's get rid of him now. It's not going to do any good for anyone. It's not going to help us right now if we just handed play calling over to somebody else or brought in somebody else. Let's wait till we get a couple of our guys back. Mm -hmm. Let's wait and see what this offense can look like when we do have our two, our one and two wide receiver back. Mm -hmm. And then then have a little bit more of a conversation about what what it all looks like. Because I think it's the most universal thing I've seen is the, the Lombardi is everyone's pissed at Lombardi. Like everyone. So um, I hear you. Um, I'm not as full personally. I'm not as full there ready with you, like with you to like go end his charger career, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think we're necessarily trying to defend Joe Lombardi necessarily. I, the, the big thing is that I can't, you can't put the whole blame on Lombardi and, and we saw it in that last game. I was just looking it up. It's just, we were talking about it. Chargers are tied for the second most drop passes in the league right now. We've had 17 dropped passes. Obviously, that's you can you can argue it both ways. You can say, well, coach doesn't, you know, the the guy doesn't coach him to drop the passes, and so it, it you can't blame the coach. But then you can also say, well, the coach is supposed to coach these guys to catch the passes and get them right. So it, it's it can go both ways. And again, we're not saying that you're wrong, and we're not trying to say Joe Lombardi is infallible without issue but there are so many different things that are happening in any game that can contribute to what the result ends up being and yeah you just you can't put the entire blame on joe lombardi i don't I, think I, yeah i i don't i'm not on the fire joe lombardi bus yet that's total you're allowed to be as frustrated i don't like seeing zero points in the second half that's no no that's, yeah um the check down though it's it's just that it's a check down you know, like the play was not necessarily designed to go to the check down. That's the backup plan. Right. So when we get frustrated, that's my only hesitation with a lot of the criticism of Joe Lombardi, even within NFL analysts on ESPN all over the place. It's Dan Orlovsky, whatever that moron still has a job, but <laughs> it's this there were wasting Justin Herbert by throwing underneath sometimes they're checking down because he doesn't see it open deep. That right. it's just not there for whatever reason. Maybe it's because we have DeAndre Carter and Michael Bandy running deep routes, but for whatever reason, that deep route is not there. So he's checking it down. Hmm. That's the only thing that I, for me, as I'm watching the game, I'm justifying it is Lombardi called a play Justin threw the ball. So if you want, sometimes the frustration of checkdowns, you can put it on Justin Herbert if you want to, um, because he's the one deciding to check the ball to check, check it down. Like he's going through his reads. That's not there. That's not there. I'm going to check down. So I don't know. Like I, I hear you zero points in a second half in a game that we could have won. It's really frustrating, but I don't think you can place full blame on Joe Lombardi. Well, yeah. you can. He, I'm just not. Yeah. It, when you've got, you know, Foster Sorrell on one side and Jamari Sellier on the other, and they're no, both. No, stop it, Adam. Stop I'm just using saying, injuries as an excuse. I'm not saying that the injury Adam? is the excuse. I'm not saying that. 
I'm uh -oh. saying when you have those guys Stop on the end. Stop giving him excuses. I, I see the look in his eye. Adam's <laughs> getting fired up. I no, saw no, no, that. no. I'm not getting fired up. I'm just saying when you've got those guys on the end. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, if you watch the plays, it's not like every guy is running, you know, five yards and turning around waiting for Justin Herbert to throw the ball. There's guys that are running all the way down the field and Justin is looking, but he has to make those reads so much quicker because the ends are coming in. And so, like Kyle just said, like, He's making his reads, but when he doesn't see anything, he's got to check it down, and he just has to make the reads that much quicker when the when the box is closing in on him, when his tackles aren't doing what they need to do, and you got Nick Bosa running at you. You got to scramble, and you got to be able to make a confident throw. Like we know, Justin Herbert can be accurate, but he's not just going to fling it and you know put it up to Jesus and say, "Please, God, let this land in you know Josh Palmer's hands." He's going to make, if he's going to make a throw, he's going to make it as accurate as he possibly can. Well, so yeah, that, I, that's why, like, it, it's, that's my point is that, like, he's not checking it down. And I'm just trying to add to Kyle's point is because he has less time to do it. And we saw that with Phillip Rivers. You know, Phillip Rivers had to check it down because his offensive line wasn't doing him any favors. And so, yeah, years. it's frustrating to see. Yeah, for years. But we know Phillip Rivers can throw the deep ball, but we just couldn't see that because the line wasn't doing him any favors. And if anything, it worked better with Phil. <laughs> he was getting a lot more yards that way. Well, when you look at the last play, you know, that interception, like we were in a position where we had to do what everyone wants to see. The, you send everybody down. There's no check down. We got to get that yardage and look what happens. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it, there is, there is a good and a bad side to all of these decision-making and where you put the ball. And the fact that we, he hasn't turned the ball over, he's turned it over a bit this year, but not at crazy levels because he's having to be more conservative with that. Right. So it's hard to say, man, it's a weird spot with this offense and it's frustrating for fans because last year it was like, Oh shit, look at this offense. It was like, yeah. back, like they even took photos this year with, uh, with Keenan, Mike and Justin with the bombs away bomber yeah. jackets on. We yeah. were all, everyone was expecting this offense to be the reason why we were so freaking good. If you go look at that photo, though, there's two guys in that photo that aren't on playing in this game. Right. So it it you it's not an excuse. It is just a fact. Our best wide receivers weren't on the roster Sunday night. Weren't yeah. playing. Weren't suited up. Yeah. It's not an excuse. It is just a fact. Yeah. For me. So yeah. um, I'm not trying to let them off the hook with that. But it's just if it, I'll be the first to say if we can get Mike and Keenan back and we still look like this. We need to have a talk. There's, there's, we, we should have a talk. Sure, sure. Um, the only thing that's kind of keeping me from being like, you know, dagger in this thing is that we don't have the guys in there. Yeah. So let's get those two guys in. If we still suck it up, then hey, let's go. Yeah, let's talk. We'll, we'll put a pin in it. We'll put a pin in that. <laughs> um, all right. Kanye Z1785. Thank you for asking Appreciate the it. question. Um, let's move it on now to keep your powder blue. Who asked the question? Maybe. Just hug yeah. it up to certified fresh. Certified fresh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I panicked. How would you feel about Pat White taking over play calls? Well, I don't know who Pat White is, so... I think he's an assistant, right? He's an assistant, I to, yeah. I, to look this up. Uh, he's, I, I don't know. Yeah, he's it's an offensive it, assistant. It's hard. It's you go we're grasping at straws here, guys. For, yeah. for the Chargers, he's Pat? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's an offensive assistant. He gotcha. Was, yeah, he's an ex-player, offensive assistant, first year with the team. 
never any offensive coordinating uh, quarterbacks coach, running back coach, quarterbacks coach. That's it. Okay. So yeah, when people are seeing what happened with the Colts this last weekend, where they brought in the first time play caller and they beat the Raiders, but I think anybody, but it's the Raiders. Raiders. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's, it's like I said, like let's have this conversation and I'll be the first to say I was, I was wrong. If we get our guys back and Lombardi's still calling still struggling. weird games that don't put us in the right position. We yeah. were a top five offense last year, though, yeah? Yeah. I know oh, yeah. that. I don't know. I just... What are you thinking? What are you... <laughs> what, what was your point with saying that we were a top five offense last year? Joe Lombardi year. was calling the plays with the po- oh, top five gotcha. offense. When we had our guys, we right, don't have yeah. your guys, you suck. I don't, yeah. I don't know. This is not rocket science, guys. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, their players are better than our players. It's going to be really hard to win football games. Right. That's just bottom line. Right. And now if we have really great coaching, we could be in those games and win some, which I think we've done the last couple of weeks. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like Coach Hate. I'm a I was a coach, and so I can you can make everything the coach's fault. Every single thing can be the coach's fault. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it always is. Right. And Keep I don't think powder. the grass is always greener on the Pat White side of things. <laughs> yeah, it'd be yeah. it'd be tough to hand the reins over to a guy that's never calling plays. So I don't know that we would be down with that. Keep your powder blue, but we appreciate the question. Thank you for asking it. Maybe Let's we go to on. like the fan controlled. That way you guys get to see what it's like. Oh, that'd be <laughs> interesting. Seen that fan controlled football where yeah, there's like three plays. You have to vote on your phone which one you want, and then they run that. that I, love, I would love to see that and get back at some salty people. Well, that, isn't there a league that's doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's football. what I mean. Yeah. Fan control football. Is yeah. part of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not a new <laughs> idea. Kyle didn't come up with that out of it. Oh, no, that's, that's what I was going to say when he said. I would love to see it. I was like, well, wait a minute. Don't we already see it? Like, no, the Chargers be the first ones to instill. Like, we don't oh, have Jesus. an OC. Our fans just call it play. Just like I mean, it, see how it goes. Owen <laughs> 16 team, and they're like, guys, you can do better. They just like hand you Week the playbook. 17. Here we we'll go. See you later. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you want to talk about wasting Justin Herbert's career, that's the <laughs> that's the cherry One on the top ticket. of that. Yeah. Um, I think it would right. be funny to see the coaches get so annoyed of all of the fans are like, fine, you guys do it. Fine. <laughs> you know what? Feel, We're done. All right. I do that with my kids sometimes. Like, fine, do whatever you want. You're going to yeah. just gonna jump it. off the house. Anymore. Okay, just do it. Yeah. You don't like how I, I made the sandwich? Well, here, yeah. throw it in the trash, hand him a knife. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Bread's right That's there. That's what's going yeah. <laughs> to happen here pretty soon, guys. <laughs> luck. We're going to be a deep doo-doo. Yeah. Because all of us football experts don't know crap about nothing. Let's move it on to the next question. It's Salty Sorry. Sports Dude. Oh, it's been a minute. Hey, Who asked dude. the question? Oh. <laughs> hey, boys. It's been a while. I haven't had much to say because it seems like every Charger fan is either complaining about coaching, blaming injuries on ancient curses, or having a pity party about how the team is performing. Hoo-ha. This team has faced adversity since week one. And more often than not, they have responded. Let the media slobber all over the Chiefs, Dolphins, Bills, whoever is hot this week. Because the bottom line is, if this team can get healthy and sneak into the playoffs, they are the most dangerous team in the NFL. Hoo-ha! <laughs> After watching the way our injury-plagued team played and battle last night, I'm 100% confident that if we can get healthy, we can absolutely f***ing Smoke <laughs> any other AFC team. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. 
Uh, uh, this is exactly exactly how I literally you took the words out of my brain. Yeah, I didn't know how, <laughs> how to put I into words how I felt. But that I was couldn't it. articulate yeah. my feelings, and you did it for me. I Thank could you, not words, 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 yeah. <laughs> paper. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, it's been it, it's since week one. We have had problems. We lost Keenan Allen in week one, and, and two players every week since. Yeah, it's been even we've been sacrificing week. two players just about even every the other week. week. Yeah, bye week. <laughs> yeah, even the bye there. week. Thanks, Tilly. So, you know, it's fine. Whatever the media wants to look it's at fine. and support, fine. The yeah, Chargers fine. have been in this situation before. We've been We're underdogs fine. before. We're fine. We're, we're used to not being talked about, guys. That's why we have this podcast so we can right. talk yeah, about it we're ourselves. Fine. We're fine. <laughs> we're fine. Everything's fine. Fine. Everything's fine. fine. How are you? I'm fine. Fine. Okay. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> um all right yeah we're we're right with you there salty sports dude thank you for, for I articulating said, i love how you said smoke in that voice that was so good <laughs> <laughs> it hit it so hard uh all right let's move it on now to the next question peaky bolts i can we just shout him out real quick or shout it because they we talked about a pizza place behind our high school last <laughs> week and they made, he made a graphic and it really made me happy. Like I, I appreciate you so much for doing that and all the Yeti or not graphics you make. Very, very, they're nice. fun. They're super very fun. Nice. Keep it and up. I love all the fruit baskets he gave to Gus. So, so <laughs> all right. Peaky bolts has a question. Goes something like this. Another heartbreak. Yet. I remain a diehard. Another dropped walk in TD. Yet I remain a diehard. Even after they failed to convert just one of the three field goals into TDs, which probably wins us the game, I remain a diehard. Calls to fire the entire coaching staff, yet I remain a diehard. More and more and more and more injuries, yet I remain a diehard. I simply ask the question, who else will remain a diehard until the bitter end? Stay peaky. By order of the Peaky Bolts. You see, the problem, right, with you Peaky Bolt fans, right, is you always get sucked into believing, right, which is a problem, isn't it? Life is so much easier to deal with when you're dead and you had no chance of making the playoffs. Or can you? All right. Have you seen Peaky Blinders? I've seen the first two so, seasons new seasons coming out i'm so excited it's so i good. i am not caught up on peaky so blinders good. but i remember what i have seen i have enjoyed um yeah die hard baby till the bitter end baby. Hard till the wheels the fall off there's oh. no no other team to root for it's been the here this long we've been here this long i'm not gonna get like grumpy and pissy about being over 500 i know people are like oh you're so stupid for saying that like no, I've no been, you're I've, stupid. I've followed this team a long time, and I'm not saying I'm better than you because I followed them longer. I just have, I know how I felt other seasons where I didn't want to get up on Monday morning because my team sucks so bad. I didn't want to get out of bed. I just, I get out yeah, of bed I know every that 500, morning. I feel good. 500 is what I've dreamed of some seasons, just getting to 500. Just the 500. And I know <laughs> the expectations coming into the season were, we're, we're going to, I even said we're going to go undefeated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I feel every year. Every year. The reality is, wasn't the case. No. But it's not over. But imagine how amazing it would be if he actually said that and it actually happened. One of these years will happen. I'm going to say it every year. It's going to happen. One year it'll happen. That's the idea. That's going to happen for one team again. Exactly. It's been 45 years. It's been about (laughs) sometimes, right? 
42, yeah. Sometimes 500's better. Sometimes 500's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude. It's, We're with uh, you. There would have to be something. I, I don't know what could possibly happen to make us change teams. Like, no. what? They already what, left in, our city. I don't know. I was like, going to say, they already left if they San Diego. Existing as a team. I guess, yeah. yeah. If they the changed like, the name and everything. Yeah. I'd still, that'd still be my team because those are my players. I don't know, but this players was, leave all the time. Hmm. Just, I think if they were no longer the Chargers, that would be tough. Maybe I don't want to get out of bed tomorrow morning after that comment. <laughs> Peaky yeah. Bolts, thank you it for asking happen. the question. Let's move it on now to OM Run. Who yes. asked the question? How did I just find out about Derek Carr crying yesterday? Please discuss. It's bigger than the Terry news. Oh, yes. Pretty fun. <laughs> I, I, I remember when I was watching the game with Kev, I saw it on Twitter, and I'm like, I'm holding the phone up to my ear like we're watching the game, and I'm listening to Derek Carr cry, and I'm like... <laughs> how, but how, how would you feel as a Raider fan watching your quarterback cry about losing? I mean, I mean that's why he's crying. He's crying because they lo- they're losing. Right. He's crying the record's about two and seven, and your quarterback's crying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that doesn't exude confidence. Yeah, at the, all. The, the leader of the team, one of the team captains, is crying yeah. right now. You've made him cry. <laughs> the, the one thing that you know, I could see how you know Raiders could cope with that. Fans, is they could cope with that, is they're they're so delusional, anyways. Mm-hmm. That that's yeah. how I, I could see them being like, he's just got a lot of heart. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, just cares so says, much. Look at that pussy. That's what everyone else sees. <laughs> right. Yeah. Kind of cracking under pressure is uh, is what it looks like from the outside. But yeah. uh, it's gonna be fun was... when we play them next. They have they have Tillery and a crying quarterback. Let's go. Yeah, it's three weeks. Coming up here pretty quick. Yeah, in yeah. just a few After weeks, Arizona. We'll, we'll be seeing them. So sweet. Yeah, we'll make them cry again. O M Run. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Boltville seven one four. Let's go. Who asked the question? You know what, Vatos? I'm f***ing proud of our team for showing up and competing. I got the opportunity to attend the game and get thunder f***ed at the tailgate <laughs> with the diehard boat club gang. Shout out to the homie, Pat. He's a sexy-ass party animal. <laughs> Anyways, fools, even though I was drunk as shit and freezing my werewolves off in the nosebleeds, it appeared, in fact, that Justin f***ing Herbert is back at 100 f***ing percent. Some of those throws he was making looks like light, like thunderbolts being tossed by Zeus himself. My question is, if we would have had our roster completely healthy, do you guys have any doubt in your mind we would have won that game? Keenan wouldn't have dropped passes like McKitty, and if Herbert would have would have gone to the tent, would not have gone to the tent, I'm pretty sure we would have scored a TD, but instead Chase had to go out there to ruin the drive. As always... The Raiders and their bitch ass crybaby of a QB <laughs> and their newly acquired speed bump Tillery. Can't love you, bye. Speed bump. That's the worst that. nickname uh, for a defensive <laughs> lineman. Speed bump. Jerry Speed Bump Tillery. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, that's really good. Um, well, I'm that's glad good. to hear you got thunder. That sounds yeah. awesome. Uh, that's, that's how you know you've had a good time. It looked like they had like a legit <laughs> little, like this. I saw somebody posting, it was like a mini Thunder Alley there. Like mm-hmm. we're showing Dude, up. Remember to the one in Kansas games. City? Yeah, our little mini Thunder Alley was sick in Kansas City too. But 
Give me one piece. Just give me one player that we were missing, and I think we win that game. Yeah. If it just it's a different even, game or entirely, just Mike, yeah. Or just Joey. Or just Rashawn. Or just <laughs> Yeah. Do I say Trey Pipkins? A healthy no. Trey Pipkins? Uh, maybe. He, I think maybe that could have been just that's the a ex- thin line. I'm not saying you're wrong, but that's a I'm not as confident as some of the other names that Kyle threw out there. Yeah. Kevin Duggan just put so much on Trey Pipkins. <laughs> yeah, wow. Six months ago, your six month ago self would have been <laughs> what is just bashing here? your face in right now. <laughs> uh, ouch. You've changed. <laughs> You've changed. You've changed. I don't even man. know who you are anymore, man. I don't, I don't know, know who you are, man. You. You've changed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think one of the, it, you know, an extra, extra time, one, one of the receivers. Even like Jalen Guyton. Guyton, even yeah, honestly, Jalen Guyton, Guyton would have been huge. Or yeah. Everett playing the whole game. Yeah, maybe it, even that. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, but <laughs> just think more? about all of them. Yeah, think about if you have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Gerald uh, Everett, Rashawn Slater, different. Joey Bosa, J.C. Jackson. Like, if we have all of these guys, what our roster was too good. It was yeah. too good. Too it was to too true. sweet. Um, Boltville 714, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Macadago. Certified freshos. Okay. So Who asked the question? Good guess as any. Yeah, that's, for, that's fresh. <laughs> One thing that I think is underappreciated with our coaching staff is our special teams coach, Ryan Big Swinging Dickin Ficken. <laughs> How about that pump block, huh? After all these years of struggling to find a kicker we can rely on, here we are with a backup's backup kicker hitting 47 yarders to keep us in these games. I think our special teams unit is actually an advantage we have over some teams now. If we had Ficken last year, we absolutely would have made the playoffs. I can't forget Raiders, (laughs) LOL, Caleb, you bye. I completely completely agree with this. Okay, okay. I have a I have a counterpoint. I'm not disagreeing. This is just I want to bring some perspective. Easy, Kevin. <laughs> what if what if it's not Ryan Ficken, and what if the players are just better this year? What? <laughs> what if every time a team does better, it's not just the coach, or if they do bad, it's just the coach? You just, I see what you're. I see where you're going with this. Wait it's like we criticize and just destroy Lombardi. Ryan Ficken, for all we know, is fingers up his butt doing nothing. Like we don't know. <laughs> their, their kickers are kicking, and like Nick Nick Neiman blocked the kick. Do we yeah. know it's because of some like new binder that he has with special punt blocking strategy? No, we don't know that. I'd like to so counter maybe it's with, just our special like we have two new kickers. We have right. all new guys on special teams because we overhauled everything with the million defensive backs and rookies. Nick Neiman's in his second year. We have guys that can make impact. I just want to caution. I don't know. I, I'm just I'm beating a dead horse. My point will never be accepted. Everyone's going to say Ryan Ficken deserves to be the offensive coordinator head coach next week. Because of how great our special team is. I don't know. Kyle's broken. Ryan Ficken calling Uh, plays. I want to see Ryan Ficken, head coach. (laughs) I am going to counter because this is an incredibly positive question that I do absolutely think we are a different unit this year because of Ficken. I really do. Tell me what it is. The the mental, (laughs) the mistakes that we had last year, 
the the <laughs> shit that we got into last year. What was our coach's name? He was um, Swinton. Swinton, wasn't it? Just it was always a liability, and I was always concerned whenever we had to kick the ball or there's any kind of thing. We were had formation issues. We had all kinds of issues. This year, they're even coaching him up. What was the one game where we won the game because he pushed the blocker back into the punt returner? How do you know that wasn't coached previously? I have a pretty good idea that rookie player who hadn't played special teams before probably got coached up on that this year. How do you know that they were not coached up on that last year? Jasir Taylor, who that specific play, Jasir (laughs) Taylor did not play special teams in college. So what can we think? We can think Kevin, he got good. I'm not and saying good he wasn't coached well this year. I'm saying, how do you know that wasn't coached last year as well? You don't. Because, I, so you can't just say it's the coach. It wasn't because it didn't happen. That doesn't <laughs> that doesn't go hand in hand. Kyle, just because Kyle something doesn't happen to, doesn't mean it wasn't coached. I'm with you, Kyle. You're, Kyle is saying if you don't know the facts, yes, you can't say for 100. percent I want Kevin. I, I, I want you to go look point. at tape. Look at like I think schematically I what Kevin's they're doing corner. differently. <laughs> I'll take Kevin's corner. Just because we can't just throw out. Oh, Thicken's a great and... coach when we don't like. What are the X's and O's that he's doing differently or coaching differently? The drills this are doing. This is so funny to me because your brain is twisted now. Now they're no, complimenting a coach, and you're like, "No, what the fuck? I'm, no, you can't compliment him." No, I'm no. not saying that. I I, I like Brian Ficken. Yeah. I'm just saying that we jump so hard on top of him and give him a lap dance because they're doing good. And we do the polar opposite. <laughs> Let's just meet in the middle. What's the opposite just... of a lap dance? <laughs> a kick in the nuts. Shitting on him. Yeah, kick in the nuts. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, we just got to meet in the middle here and show like maybe our players are maybe Nick Neiman had an incredible play. Maybe J.K. Scott is a better punter. Than, than what we had last he year. He is a better like, Everything is so different. We just, but right now it's Ficken is God. He's the best coach, coach of the year. And I'm not saying that he's not a good coach. That's not my point at all. I'm just saying, let's bring it in. Let's tighten it in and have some leeway on both sides. Right. Allow the players to have some credit, the coaches to take some responsibility. It's a team game. When you, when you make a general statement that says, hey, let's give an attaboy to the special teams. You're not picking any particular player, not saying any particular coach. You're just saying special teams as a whole performing well. You're not necessarily saying what it is or anything like that. Well, they're they're performing. Is that is that fair though, Kyle, no, to say something like that? I Hang just, on, let me I, let me. I'm talking to Kyle. Here. I heard Kyle, you. Is that well, fair? why don't you guys start something else? Because I, I disagree with that entirely. You're allowed to disagree. What yeah. we were last year to what we are this year, there's a significant difference. But you can't the players are the, different too. A lot right. of them are the same. No, they're not. We have a lot of rookies new in players there right now. That's all I'm that saying. They're new. We didn't have those guys last year. Exactly. So they're different. That's what so Kyle's this is saying. The, <laughs> but a lot of these guys are what you didn't listen to my first point. A lot of these guys are rookies who are starters playing cornerback in college that have never played special teams. Right. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to come in not ha- ever having done something and you're able to do it at a very high level, there is instruction there. That's why I think I think he deserves some credit. And I do and agree with not saying that he doesn't saying. deserve credit. I do, hey, I, all, I'm, all I'm just saying is I think you need to give Ficken a little little more credit than just saying it's both both of them. Right. Because, yes. I, that's not my point, but okay. That, yeah, that's not his point. He's not saying that Ficken doesn't deserve credit. I'm not saying that Ficken sucks and he's not doing anything. That's, that's right. not what I'm saying. 
I know it's what you heard. Right. And you refuse to hear anything different. <laughs> negative. It's not negative. No, it's not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate you sometimes. God, you got to listen, buddy. such a firstborn. Just <laughs> can't compromise at all. Michael Dago, uh, Michael Dago, thank you for tearing <laughs> this podcast apart. This. <laughs> I, uh, I agree really with nice, you that Ryan really Finkin nice is doing great too. and our special teams is awesome. That's yeah. a really nice question. Uh, Nikki, let's move it on now to Nikki McLeod. <laughs> Hi, Nikki. <laughs> who asked the what question you got for us? So I'm like totally sad we didn't make enough points to beat those little minor men, but I'm super proud of our team giving it everything they had. I thought the final score was going to be like totally gross. Gag me with a spoon. <laughs> but it was like totally, it was, it was still totally close. Okay. <laughs> and everyone on Twitter should like take a chill pill because we're like starting guys who are like practice squad Orama. <laughs> so like stop spazzing out. Okay. I like, I just, I also want to say that I was like totally shocked to hear about the passing of former charger Adrian Dingle. He was like a friend of mine and would like give us tickets to games and even like a game day ball signed from my mom. Okay. So he was like a choice dude for sure. R.I.P.A.D. Totally lame that you're gone way too soon. My question for you guys is like, do you think after the gnarly injuries we've had and like keep having every game, do we like sign anyone new or like wait for our guys to heal? Okay, love you. Bye. Good question. That's that's awesome that Adrian Dingle did that for your family, though. That's yeah, it was the practice squad aroma. I'm with you. It stops spazzing out. These are all good, very good points, Nikki. I'm on yes. the same page with you on these. And we we have to sign some defensive linemen here. Point. There's yeah. no way around it. We only yeah. have one guy on the practice squad that will get elevated, but we need more depth. But we've lost four so, guys in yeah. the past two weeks. So yeah, yeah, one plus or four <laughs> minus one equals we still need three at least. <laughs> Um, that was a lot this week. That was a lot. So, uh, great question, Nikki. And uh, yeah, thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to Chargers Truther, who asked the question. What is the plan to get the run game going? How do we expect to succeed with Herbert doing everything offensively? What do we do? It's Well, we a... don't do nothing. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like... So I had had an idea that I was just thinking through offensively. Um, We keep, we, we go into these bigger sets, right? Multiple tight ends, bring in an extra lineman, try to get big and run the ball. And we're just not big enough. Like our tight ends aren't good enough at blocking to give us an advantage. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you bring an extra guy in the box, offensively, we bring in a tight end. They're going to bring a defender in the box. If that defender is better at defeating blocks than our, our extra guy is at, at blocking, then you now create a negative advantage. So I'm like, get all these tight ends out of there. I'm sorry, like they're not bringing any value into the running game. I want to see us in 20 personnel. So three wide receivers and they're like spread out. Get guys out of the box, spread the defense out a little bit. Bring in Xander Horvath <clears throat> with Eckler. So you have two running backs, no tight ends. And allow that guy that is an advantage in the blocking game to go and lead block downhill, pull some guys like go to some power football, but just the guys that aren't don't need to be in the box. Don't clutter it. Don't bring, I don't want any more defenders in the box than we need. 
it also gives Justin a very clear vision. Like if we're in 20 personnel and they still load the box up, we have to be able to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. If they spread out with our spread, then you have to be able to run the rock. And I think that with the advantage of Xander at fullback being able to lead block, because he is an extremely good blocker, mm-hmm. um, you have to be able to pick three, four yards up every single time you do that. So that came to me as I was just kind of thinking through, like, I don't know, like we're just not, we're not bigger than anyone. We, when we add people into the box, the person they're adding in is better than our addition. So it's not making it any better. It's a good point. And they also scored last week. It was that Xander Horvath leading block. Yeah, block. Like, yeah. He's got a running start too. It's a little different than, you know, squaring up with somebody right on the, on the line. So I I'm, I'm on board for more Horvath for sure. And he can catch. And we did that game one and we haven't seen it really since. So right. yeah. get I mean, him more in involved. essence, it is like bringing in a tight end. You just put him in the backfield so he could block either way. Yeah. You put a tight end on the right. He's stuck on the right. You put a fullback in the backfield. Now we can go whichever way we decide based on the look that you get. And he's got, from what we've seen, he's got better hands than Trey McKitty. So he's more of an yeah. offensive weapon. Yeah. There you go. Couple of options what? there. That, what they're actually going to do? No clue. <laughs> no. <laughs> da, da, <laughs> no. No. Chargers Truther, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Pain. Yep. Who asked the question? We lost. I say we, I say we almost won with a fourth string wide receiver room. I say we started out better in the first. I think when seven, I say when seven went down was the nail. The Niners D was better than our wide receiver room. It's not, I say it's not coach's fault. I don't know. It's, I say it's above my pay grade. What can they do? Is it the turf? Is it the staff? Are we cursed? I say, can Tom Brady get us in touch with the devil that owns his soul (laughs) so we can get some healthy players? Or an exorcist for our, I say, for our own demons. Kay, love you, bye. It's so weird because last year, weren't we like praising how healthy we stayed all year with the new uh, strength and conditioning team and like they're really putting an emphasis on that, right? Yeah. This just feels like shit luck. It just really. feels yeah. like bad luck. I mean, I can't. It was the Ravens last that you year. Can, like yeah. it, it's just every team, every once in a while you get hit with it. Every team thinks that their team is cursed with injuries because every team goes through injuries. This year is especially bad. But we have the proof. We have the numbers. This year year for us is especially bad for sure. Yeah. But I think that every team kind of feels that way because anytime you lose a big player, it's it's heartbreaking. What do I do? Yeah. 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 I don't. Well, we've lost like 10 big players. So, (laughs) yeah. I'm not calling for the strengthening, (laughs) the heads of strength and conditioning coaches. If, Mm Players are taking to Twitter now and calling out the grass. Yeah. Change the grass. For God's sake, just give them grass. I don't, <laughs> for God's sake. Yeah, what, we buy enough so of your hard? jerseys, put some grass in there. Well, yeah. you build $4 billion stadiums. How Put grass in. Like, how is that so tough? Right. If that's what they want, just give it to them. Seems like a pretty simple request. In, in I know. Like, the NFL PA like does a lot, and like they're involved way too much in some stuff. You can't get your players grass. I don't know. It seems pretty it's like simple. Those, it's like those, like um, uh, you know, musicians that have writers when the in their like lo- in the room they have like only green M and M's. Like they're not yeah. asking for some crazy shit, <laughs> right? Just no, they're asking for grass. Yeah, literally yeah. to play grass. football on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe that. <laughs> Maybe there was some miscommunication. They're like, oh, we thought you wanted weed. We, we, <laughs> yeah. you, oh, if you just wanted grass, why didn't you just say oh, so? shit. Oh, oh, some Bermuda? Oh, we got you. Yeah, oh, Bermuda, shit. some bluegrass? Come on now. Delicious. Come on. Stop. We're not asking for a floating <laughs> grass, stadium. You can drink it when you're done with it. We'll get you the whole thing. 
Yeah, yeah but just what kind of grass you want. House of Hain, thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Neiman2419. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? How many wins do we need to get into the playoffs? What other wildcard teams do we want to lose to better our chance? I just want to see the Chargers go to the playoffs. Get them in there now. <laughs> so who is it? We want every time the Dolphins play, they need to lose. Everyone every in the AFC East, the see, whole AFC East is yeah. above us right yeah. now. Um, and then obviously in the AFC North, the Bengals are the ones that are kind of fighting. And that's kind of it. It's like the Bengals and the AFC East right now is is the main the main thing. Because the, the AFC Chiefs. South is going to be one. What's that? The Chiefs? <laughs> the Chiefs. We want yeah, the yeah, obviously. Too. Always <laughs> the Chiefs. Always the Chiefs. Um, but outside of our division, it's, it's like the Bengals and then the AFC East, all those guys. Um, mm-hmm. But I think 10 wins and we get in. I think that still holds true. 10 yeah. and you're in. Um, so we got to find a way to finish out the year five and five and three. Yeah, it's possible. It's it's not impossible can to, be done. to get five more. It can be done. Neiman 2419. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Sheik, who asked the question. Despite the loss, could this be the beginning of Murray turning the corner and improving his play? Kind of talked about that a little earlier. Might have to look at some film because I, I just saw one play and it was kind of bad. Uh, but I might have to look at it. It was kind of bad. <laughs> I think it was kind of bad just from watching it outside on a projection screen with a bunch of Charger fans. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I might have to go have to look at some Kenneth Murray tape. I mean, he's playing very aggressive. So when he does make a play, it's very like, whoa, like, yeah. holy shit. Like Murray came in flying and took that guy down. But it's good to have those thumpers on the team. You keep these guys accountable for like throwing these little check downs. You got this guy screaming at you. You're going to get somebody lit up and hurt. So mm-hmm. you, you got to have some of this on your team. These are the, yeah. it's like, he's like a little wilder Rodney Harrison, right? At this point, like even wilder. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A little more like reckless. It. Rodney was like an all-around, like really smart player. Um, I think he's just a he's seeking missile. All right. I like it. Sheik, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. <sighs> Firstly, how tough is Herbert and that throw to Carter was just, you know, chef's kiss. <laughs> Again, we're hit with uh, more injuries. Will it Ever end? I hope it does because my powder blue heart can't take much more. Anyway, uh, when do you guys think Keenan will be back? And what do you see us finishing the season on? I personally think we make the playoffs with either five and six or ten and seven. There's always guys bolt up. Love you, bye. I guess the uh, baby's really getting getting to Gavin on this one. (laughs) Yeah, Gavin's doing some late nights, and I'm sure you guys can attest to that. with a baby. Tired dad night. voice for the win. You yes. did pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. Never having had a child myself. Hey, I can you channeled you acting. Cha- thank you. You, you channeled that. <laughs> you really got the vibes. Um, yeah. The throw to Carter. I get that one throw. The the amount of like crazy ass catches that Carter has done this year is insane. Like just the tight windows that Carter's been able to catch is absolutely wild. Um, will the injuries ever end? I want to say yes. <laughs> but I mean, they have to not. eventually, or we just won't have a team. I, yeah, I don't think I have enough yeah. players that can play in the NFL the way <laughs> yeah. we're going. Um, 
when we think Keenan will be back, I mean, hopefully we we'll see him God next knows. week. Only God knows. I yeah. think. I think honestly, just like I'm managing myself so I don't get myself too excited because I do that. I seem to do that a lot. Tend to. It's kind of my thing. Um, it's I think, your move. <laughs> it's my move. <laughs> it's kind of my thing. <laughs> Mike Williams, I think, plays this week. I don't think Keenan's back. Something's going to happen midweek where he's like, I don't feel 100, percent and then he'll be back for the following week. I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. I hope not, but I think that's what's probably going to happen. Yeah, I mean, like we said, 11-6, 10-7, definitely has a very good chance of making the playoffs. I think it's the 11-6 team. If we can get guys healthy this week, a couple guys, if we can win against the Chiefs, I think we can go 11-6. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, that'll be a huge start. Huge. 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 Gavin, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Melanie. Melanie. And shout out to OM Run. You already asked a question earlier, but you asked a second one later on, and it kind of falls in with Melanie. So I'm going to go with Melanie on this one. On to the next. Shaking this game off, and we'll get ready for next Sunday night. What do you guys do to unwind after a loss? Oh, top. Yeah. Losses don't go can on be Twitter. tough. Don't oh, go on God. Twitter. Don't go on Twitter. No, that'll, that'll wind you Not up. Not a way to unwind. Yeah. 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 Shut down social media. Just put it, just set it off to the side. Uh, you know, finding, you know, finding something that can make you laugh, make you smile, whether it's a TV show, whether it's a video game, whether it's, you know, fail army on YouTube, watching other people like just bite it and yeah. eat it. <laughs> you know, those are always good. Austin Power always works for me. Yes. Always. Yeah. Austin Powers is a great go-to. It, it's kind of depends on how devastating the loss is. Like the full blow blowout losses, I really just got it like take a nap go, go to bed i gotta like power down for a minute because yeah. like power down. i just gotta power down just shut it down um <laughs> you just gotta, sometimes you gotta turn off turn it back on yeah it's literally like a hard reboot like <laughs> unplug yeah. apple plug shift to, yeah, yeah. apple shift escape like get out yeah. of there and come back right, yeah. support. have you tried turning it off turning it back on <laughs> is it yeah. plugged in yeah. yeah that's that's generally for the bad ones for these ones like it's i think it's just the, the amount of time we're ahead in the game like us being ahead for 55 minutes I had like, I was feeling good the whole game. It wasn't right. like right off the bat, I was feeling like down on myself. So I kind of found myself, it was a lot easier on this game to like kind of go home. It was late. So went home, got in bed, went to mm. sleep, woke up like, all right, f forgot to send out the ass bolt fam tweet. Nah, Adam remind me. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, I know buddy. you don't want to do it. Can you? Can you do something? Can you do the please? post for the ass bolt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what about you guys? Uh, uh, I wrestle with. The, I usually play with the kiddos. Take your aggression out on your kids. Oh, yeah, <laughs> throw them in the pool. Nice. Three hundred. Kick them into the deep end. <laughs> Something along those lines. There you go. Sweet. Yeah. I. It, like I said, it's finding stuff that makes you laugh, makes you happy, it makes you realize at the end of the day you have absolutely no control over what happens with this team or where it goes or how they perform. And all all we are are fans, and all we can do is support these guys and. Uh, just hope, just move it on to the next game. Like you said, it's on to the next. Let's move, go on to the next game. It's going to be another primetime game. It's something to be excited about. It's a, and it's going to be an AFC West team. So let's hope these guys can come back healthier. Let's get some players back. And I'm excited. Let's go for I'm it. I'm ready. And yeah, I can't we're wait to be at the game. I get to see my yeah, brother. I, I haven't seen you in months. So I'm yeah, going to fight a little yeah. bit, probably have yeah. some debates, healthy we're debates. Gonna, I want to, I want to rematch on that arm wrestle for sure. <laughs> Oh, wow. why? Because I've been working. You've been training? Yeah, since last March. <laughs> <laughs> who's been, your coordinator? I've watched, I've watched over the top. Does he deserve any times. praise? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's your coach? Who are we going to give all the glory to? Not you. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've seen over the top. 
but um oh. and, <laughs> okay got it yeah All sylvester's right. my coach um okay, he has okay. really good technique in that movie um and then i've also been watching youtube videos on how to fuck you up in arm wrestling <laughs> He's gonna like, we're gonna start. He's gonna kick me in the nuts and then tap me out. He's gonna slap me in the face and tap yeah. Get the win however you need to, okay? Yeah, yeah. Call me That's Kenneth Murray. You. He's gonna Call go, me. what's that over there? Yeah. Bam. Uh, yeah. There you go, Melanie. A couple of ideas. Thank you for asking the question. And oh, I'm Ron. You both asked the same question. Let's move it on now to Hangry Seth. Yeah. Who asked the question? <sighs> Ah, we fought, we fought, and we fought. We fought our heart out. We are the ultimate warriors. We continue to fight, even when the odds are against us. Now, who are we getting back next week that will help us fight? Fight, I say. Get love you, bye. Holy shit. My goodness. Ultimate warriors. Ultimate warrior. It's a screamer. (laughs) (laughs) It's a screamer. Um, Uh. Yeah. Who are we getting back next week? Well, coach says Chris Rumpf is getting full practices in. And we're very, we're trending in the right direction for Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Uh, outside of that, pretty much it. Isn't this like the beginning of the timetable for Joey's return? It was like eight yeah. to ten weeks. It's starting to get into weeks. that talk. Yeah, it was we're six, starting to six to eight. Wasn't last week six? <laughs> we got Pretty hurt sure. week three, and now this is week eleven. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So, I, so I thought the timetable was like eight to ten. So he's like he's on the cusp here. He's soon. on the cusp of coming back. Probably won't be this next game, but it'll start become maybe top the Raider conversation. Games. I think yeah, maybe the Raider game. game come back for Carr. That would be good. Oh shit! That would yeah. be a good time to come back because that would be awesome. Because then the Raiders will never have not seen us with Mac and Bosa at the same time, which I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. There you go. Turn. All right, something to look forward to. Hangry Seth, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Friar Bolt, who asked the question. Well, our boys gave it everything they had on Sunday night. I was proud of the effort and the grit our team showed despite the injuries. Now it's time for the queefs. And I have a feeling this time the Bolts will pull out this victory. Call it optimism. Call it hope. Or maybe it's because potentially we could have Mike Keenan and Bosa all coming back this week. Oh, by the way, can someone please tell Keenan to stop tweeting after the games? I find it odd when plays they don't play tend to question coaches on social media. Anyways, do you guys feel as optimistic as I do? Or do you feel like this team has just too many injuries to overcome? Also, do you know... Do you now start to put some of the blame on this stagnant offense on Lombardi? Or again, the injuries dictating poise? <laughs> Sexy baby. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, Lombardi. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're... Uh, we're absolutely optimistic there yeah. for our ball. Yeah. We got turn you know, football again. And I have an time. analogy. I feel like it's like, you know, the in baseball, the next guy coming up to bat, he's on deck. Hmm. What does he do when he's on deck? He gets the donut on his bat, like the weighted donut that he puts on his back. 
swings it's harder to swing right it's like oh yeah it's challenging get that swing speed up when you take that thing off you just walk up there barry bonds ready to hit jacks i think that's the chargers right now mm. we're in the we're on good deck analogy right now. dude yeah just we have our donuts we have the too. donut on <laughs> once we get that donut off some of these pet players coming back yeah that swing speed's it's going up. heavy boys. donut mm. yeah i like it yeah it's a good analogy yeah I love that. It's a really good way to look at it. And yeah, similar thing. I remember this one time. It was crazy because I played ice hockey for a long time. We did this one drill where we had these little tiny pucks and you would like try and do it with the little puck and you're like falling apart and eventually you so get good hard. at it. And then they give you the regular puck and you're like fucking so Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Why do we do this all the time? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is genius. Whose idea was this? It's an expensive it's be like Lombardi once he has his players back. Yeah. Like I can call anything and it works. Oh my Weird. god! We got Look at all these plays the we can do now. Yeah. Um. All right. There you go, Friar Bolt. Thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fram with Hank Zilla, certified fresh. Okay. Who asked the question? Hey there, CC gang. Do you know the difference between Andy Reid and a walrus? One's fat, stinks like fish, and has a mustache. The other. <laughs> Well, the other is a walrus. <laughs> the queefs. Oh, my God. By chance, did you happen to see the female mock-up of all the NFL quarterbacks that NFL memes did on Twitter? Pretty freaking funny. Mahomes looked like a soaking wet rat. Vomit. Whereas Herbert, oh, my goodness, is a total fox. I didn't realize it would be so easy to turn me gay, but hey, I guess that's where you are now. You know what I'm saying, Kevin Wooldog? Wink, wink. On to the game. I'm proud of the team for the effort they that they put out there. They came in as major underdogs and gave the 49ers a run for their money. They actually led all the way till the fourth quarter. Here's my question. Why is the offense always running at the strong side of the defense? I get that it helps to slow down the pass rush to that side, but at some point, running directly at Bosa seems ludicrous. Please help me make sense of it. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> I did see those. They're pretty funny. They are pretty cute. I but... <laughs> didn't. I'm not uh, really into brunettes. So if they would have kept um, Justin's blonde hair, um, you would have been know, a little I'd, more attracted I'd, I'd to take, him. I'd take a swing. <laughs> Kevin um, was nitpicking all of the photos. Yeah. Be Being a brunette myself, I, I'm kind of a I'm, I'm <clears throat> blonde. My wife's well, blonde. your wife's blonde, so this super. Good. Yeah, she's super blonde. super blonde. <laughs> um, yeah the uh, the joke at the beginning. He sent us a picture of a walrus <laughs> replacing Andy Reid. <laughs> so good, which gonna, is so good. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have to. Re I'm gonna. I'm gonna post this. Oh, I know what to do. I had an idea. I'll have something for you guys coming up. Okay. This game. Hold on to your butts. Um, all right. Well, Kyle, I, I look to you. Why are they running <laughs> to, uh, let's see. Why is the offense always running at the strong side of the defense? Yeah. So I guess one element of it is running at Joey both or at Nick Bosa. That's mm -hmm. yeah. Don't do that. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do it. I understand like every once in a while to keep <clears> him <throat> honest, but at the same time, any run play should keep him honest. Um, the You don't want to get too predictable. So the occasional one, you have to go at him a little bit. Um, but the running to the strong side of the defense, 
the strong side of the defense is dictated by the strong side of the offense. Wherever we line up, they match it. So if we're running at the strong side of their defense, that means we're running at the strong side of our offense. So if you're just looking at it from a strength perspective, um, that would make sense. But player specific, don't run at Nick Bosa. Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. He's the best player on their team. Run the other right. way. Make our strength the other side. Um, but I, occasionally you got to keep him honest, slow him down a little bit on his pass rush. Um, try to physic be physical with him too. Go go hit him a couple times. Um, it's not not never a bad idea to try to slow him down. Um, but yeah, it's it don't run at him too much. It's like running at Cleo Mac. It doesn't always the more than not, it's not gonna work. Well, in the one play they like bootlegged and trying to run it away from him, do a little fake out. He was there, sniffed that out, and it was over. So yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, there you go, Hank Zilla. Thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions and Ask Bolt Fam. Made this an extra chunky episode, and we appreciate it over here at Charge to Chat. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for us for this episode of Charge to Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? See you at Thunder <laughs> Alley. Let's go. I got nothing. I got nothing else. I'm just ready Final for time. Charger football. <laughs> All right. Kyle's regretting me coming home now. <laughs> never. Never. Stop that. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charge Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Over the top. K love you. Bye. K love you. Bye. K love you. Bye. Sometimes dad's better. And now a word from our sponsors. Oh, man, I'm thirsty. Do you have anything to drink? Uh, sure, bro. Let's see. I've got some milk. No. Uh, soda? No, thanks. How about some Weezin? What's that? It's juice. What kind of juice? It's Weezin juice. It's really good. Yeah, but what's in it? It's rich in natural energy, full of tons of vitamins and minerals. Is it safe to drink? Well, kids like the taste of Weezin because it's always naturally sweet. As sweet as an orange right from a tree. So it's an orange juice. No, man, it's Weezin. What does that mean? Weezin juice. When you gotta wheeze some juice, reach for Weezin juice. Just tell me what it is. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.